The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host or guest and should not be interpreted as statement of fact. Independent fact-checking and corrections are encouraged. Can we get a cup of coffee in here, please? America, you've got a dog that needs walking. That's right, sunshine. Just put on a big pot of strong coffee and get ready to type your little hate mail with your opinions about Kumbaya and Flat Earth insanity. Stand up comedy? You want stand up comedy? Well, we got, well, we've got sit down comedy. It's time for Coffee with the Dog. You make me laugh. I'm not going to talk during the uh, opening music. Oh, I already did. I'm sorry. I feel like Alex Jones has already killed my voice today. I, I got to stop doing Alex Jones. The morning moment is bad. Everything I say I'm not going to do, I'm doing. Maybe that's a psychological condition. I don't know what it is. Uh, Good morning, folks. It's Wednesday, hump day. uh, Wednesday, December 20th, 2023. I'm not sure if today is the last day of autumn. Tomorrow... gentlemen what what is happening here uh i don't know what just happened i just faded to black or cut to black uh was not my intention probably some kind of uh glitch back here i also noticed that when that happened uh we lost the guest who was in the uh green room waiting got here really early uh but looks like we're back now we are also on instagram again for the third day this week uh we're gonna Continue that for the time being. Oh, streams popping up everywhere now. The radio's just starting. All things are getting weird. Gremlins all around. Maybe it's the Instagram thing. Too many things to, to start today here with too many buttons to push when we start. Uh, the live stream, multi-stream to all the video platforms, the radio stuff, and now Instagram adds a whole other uh, pain in the ass level of complication here because that's not automatic you have to start the live stream and then go over to instagram start the live stream there and then mute that so it doesn't interfere with the audio here it's just very complicated it's too difficult for me i don't like it i'm a little worried about willie i'll be honest with you um haven't heard from willie since two days ago Yesterday morning, I heard from him that he was not, not going to be on the show or he's going to be late, and then he didn't show up, and I haven't heard from him since. He's not here now, so I'm a little concerned. I have to admit, I'm a little concerned. I hope he's not uh, 
and I, I doubt he is, but it is possible that he's just butthurt from the incident Monday and whatever, and whatever I said yesterday might have uh, added to the butthurt. We do have a uh, new uh, hemorrhoidal cream in MindDogTV.com store for those who uh, are a little bit butthurt, uh, and hopefully that will soothe the butthurt. Last night, uh, if you're, you don't know this already, you're probably uh, not very uh, political in inclination. Um, Colorado Supreme Court said to Donald Trump, no, you can't run for president on, uh, you can't be on the ballot in Colorado. No, 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 you can't do that. Uh, because, you know why? Because you participated in an insurrection and we don't like those people on our ballot. So you can't be on the ballot. Now, um, <clears throat> MAGA people were very quick to jump on Twitter and type Civil War. Tim Pool, of course, being the first. Tim Pool uh, types Civil War every time something happens that he doesn't like. Uh, but lots of people were typing Civil War. Well, I, you know, Civil War, Civil War. Let me, let's be clear about something. Sitting at your computer and typing Civil War is not the same as actually fighting a civil war. And most of the people typing civil war are not going to be participating. One MAGA woman said she's been waiting for civil war since uh, Brandon stole the election, Uh, which, you know, what are you waiting? If you're really gung-ho for it, why are you waiting? Who told you to wait? You don't have to wait. You want to start a civil war? You can do it. Get First of all, get off Twitter. You're not going to tweet out a civil war. The civil war will not be fought with words on the Internet. Or if it is, it's pretty much uh, it's been going on forever then. So it's not going to happen. Uh, so... Listen, it's not that I want to, believe me, I don't want a civil war. Uh, And I know there are people, as I mentioned, training for that and actually planning on it and and engaging in militia (laughs) um, training and and this kind of stuff, preparing for a civil war. I don't want that. Nobody in his right mind really would want that. Um, But they are out there. it's not going to be these people who are saying, I've been waiting forever to do this. It's not going to be Tim Pool. It's not going to be any of those people. What you're saying when you type Civil War on Twitter is, I hope somebody else has the balls to do what I want to do uh, and reacts to what I'm angry about and takes care of it for me because I don't want to leave my room. I would just like to stay here on Twitter and tweet Civil War. That's what it means. So fuck Chris, uh, Tim Pool. I think it's almost Chris Pool, Seth Pool, whatever his name is. Uh, Tim Pool and all the people who are typing Civil War on Twitter. Things don't always go your way. They're like brats. Little brats. Anyway, I did mention I am a little, I'm a little concerned about Willie. He's he's missing in action. And I hope he's okay. Willie, call in. You can call in if you want. Uh, just to check in. Make sure that you're not too butthurt. Uh, um, and that's it. Ace Williams uh, 
is go, is going to be our guest this morning. Ace is um a wild guy. Ace is wild. Uh a lot of different things. Uh let me just he's a writer, producer, comedian, musician, actor, and human rights activist. Well, you never hear about uh human wrongs activist, by the way. I think I'm a human wrongs activist. Um Anyway, he will be with us. And strangely enough, tonight, Donald Dunn, on my, on my evening show, my Wednesday evening show, Donald Dunn will be with us, and he is also uh, all those things. So that's interesting enough. Interesting enough. Uh, looks like uh, Ace might be having some uh, connectivity issues uh, going back and forth here. I'm going to play a uh, – well, no, I'll bring, I'll bring in GD and say hello to him before we go to commercial and all that kind of stuff. So let's just say hello and good morning to Mr. GD Fenderson. Good morning. I don't always drink coffee, but when I do, the revolution will not be televised, but the Civil War will be tweeted. Mind dog coffee. Right. Well, uh, the Civil War will be what? Tweeted. Tweeted. It will be. Uh, well, the, the uh, revolution will not be televised, but the Civil War will be apparently will be. Now, what do you make of all this kind of uh, nonsense talk? Well, the funny thing is, uh, the first thing I think of is that the people who are yelling Civil War and election interference have forgotten whether they have short memories or no memories. Uh, because they, they were have, never educated in the first place about or they were, right because know they, for, they forgot that in 2015 Donald Trump made an F no not 2015 2008 20, 2007 2007 2008 Donald Trump was running around trying to get Barack Barack Obama kicked off of the ballots by saying that he was not a U.S. citizen therefore not qualified to be on the presidential ballot. Uh, wow. And and he went through a lot of trouble to you know put that out there. Well, the election, you know that that uh, side. That, that's not where I thought you were going. I thought you were oh, going with the. Where'd you think I was going? I can go there. I can change direction. Yeah. Well, well, tell well, me. Just tell me. Just tell me. I will tell you. Okay. Um, they're mad at the left and the Democrats for this thing in Colorado, where Colorado has said that uh, Trump is disqualified. Yeah, but it's the Republicans that are doing it. It's yeah, six, all, done by six, Republicans. six Republicans filed suit uh, to keep him off the ballot. No, no, nobody on the Democrat side. Right, uh, six Republicans, one independent. Right. <laughs> and, so, the, and the dissents that they got, the dissent that they got in the in the Colorado Supreme Court came from a left quote left leaning judge. Right. Now, uh, do you think it will be overturned by the Supreme Court? Um, your buddy Clarence Thomas. You're good buddies with Clarence Thomas, right? Yeah, yeah. We're we we like to do the RVing together. All right. Yeah. Well, I just figure all black people are friends. <laughs> well, we, we are, but it's by law. It's not something that we want. Uh, we don't all want that, but it's it's you know. Otherwise, you know, like he would see. It's right here on the black card, on the back of the black card. <laughs> when you have the black card, which I have right here, you can see it has my initial on it right here. Can I get one of those in case I get in a bad neighborhood and I need to save myself? I, oh, I have a black well. Friend, we uh, have <laughs> a special. We actually have a special edition black card for white people, so they can actually use the f use the n word. The um, whoa, that's yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. So I, and I, you can I, see the difference. See how this one? This one is like all cardboardy, and the back is nothing on it. 
Yeah, you we know, don't that would it. make a good collar if you were like going to, you know, impersonate like a uh, pastor a, or a something. A yeah, yeah, it would. Now, this card has like a bark, has an has an access code on the back. And that's oh. what you need so that you can use the N-word. Uh, so I, I, I'll get you one of these. I'll get you the honorary black card. I'll get oh, you that would be, that would be nice. I don't really want to use the N-word. I just want to get out of, uh, like, because I have been. Uh, I have been known to go places where white people are not supposed to go. Oh, then you want this black card. Okay. That's, that's a different black card. All my, li- all my life I've ended up, uh, you're not supposed to be here <laughs> in those neighborhoods, places, whether it was East LA or even here on Long Island. Oh, uh, oh okay. That's a different black card still. That's this yeah, one. Well, that's a, I need yeah. a brown card in East LA, actually. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Give me a chance. Give me a chance. <laughs> oh, we got those too. Oh, we, yeah, we, believe me. I'll get it for you later. I don't think I'm going to East LA anytime soon. No, there's no rush on it. Um, Okay. I I think Willie was in the chat room. I thought I saw Willie in the chat room. Let me see. Yes, it's trying to get a location to get on from. Oh. Uh, That must be a typo because I don't, I thought Willie was always looking for places to get off on. Right. Well, get get off on, on, get up on, get over on. Yeah, to get on from. I don't, that doesn't sound like Willie. I think somebody hacked his account. The important takeaway from that is that he's, he's not butthurt and he doesn't need the new Mind Dog suppositories, which are available on um, Mind Dog TV. Excuse me. Alex Jones is uh, messing with my uh, whole uh, equilibrium over here. Now, are those are those uh, suppositories um, non-toxic? They are. I, I, everything you, anything that we sell, uh, you can feel safe about uh, putting in your butt. <laughs> that's good. That's good. No, have um, you have you tried mind dog coffee in the butt instead of drinking it? It's, it's a, <laughs> well, mind dog enema, mind dog coffee enemas. Yeah. yeah, it's a colonic. Yeah, it's it's nice. It will it will. I don't know. I'm just so lost. Anyway, it is hump day as I mentioned, and Ace Williams. Uh, now, uh, what I did for you. Because I knew you would read the bio. I put all phony information in there. It's not even that Ace Williams who is, uh, I've, I've written in this thing. Because I knew you would go through it and try to do your homework and all this stuff. And it's all bullshit. So what I put in there is just fake stuff. So you're I, I just want you to know that when I talk, most of what I say is bullshit. So it works out just fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, but when you say you love me, that's not bullshit, right? Oh no, I mean that. I mean oh, that. Yeah, okay. yeah. That's that's from the heart. As my do fact, you these, know these are heartstrings? I'm you're pulling them right. I'm pulling them right now. These are heartstrings. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I, I feel I feel it. Uh, ooh, I think one was a little too low. <laughs> a little too low. Sorry. Um, adjust. Go ahead. Do you know it, it, when winter starts? Is it uh, today? Is it today? Tomorrow? What, what's? I need to know. I thought it started um, twenty to twenty first at around eleven something, but I can I can Google it. My while well, checking all the calendars and all the stuff, nobody wants to tell me. It's important to me. The moment we hit the uh, solstice, things start to change. Yes, that's when my mood starts to change. Now it does gradually, like like sunlight. You get a minute more more happy every day. Because I know people have been noticing since uh, September 21st or whatever it was that I got one minute grumpier every day for the last three months. But 
as soon as we hit that solstice, it's not like I have control over it, by the way. As soon as the we get in that position where we start getting more light every day, I start to get happier every day. So this by 90 days from now, I'll be like ecstatic. I'll be like dancing and happy. And well, love. according to my calendar, which is a fat cat calendar, you, that's you know, which is probably the most accurate calendar you can actually purchase. Fat cat, mind dog. Okay. Yeah, it's a fat cat calendar, and according to my calendar, the first day of winter is the twenty first. That's tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, uh, and now that's the first, but it's not the first full day. So the equinox hap- uh, solstice happens tomorrow. Like I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't say the time. PM. It doesn't say the like time. PM. Anyway, well, so that's good to know. But so I'm, I look forward to it because I think you have probably noticed that I'm a grumpy bastard. But I promise you. I didn't think it was seasonal, though. I just thought you were. I didn't. didn't. Well, it's seasonal to a degree. Like, I will never be like, you know, Richard Simmons, uh, happy, but I will be. uh, I don't think anybody ever will be Richard Simmons happy again. First of all, where are you going to find those clothes? (laughs) I don't even think there's a sunny surplus or lease surplus around anymore. Yeah. Um, let's, Let's play a commercial. And then we'll meet Ace Williams, uh, who's uh, got a really cool name. If nothing else, he's got a really cool name. Well, it's better than his brother, Deuce. (laughs) Well, uh, you know, we could go down the whole uh, (laughs) name thing. Because Hank, Hank, oh, we just lost Ace Williams. Speaking of Deuce, it just got flushed. Okay. Uh, anyway, we'll play uh, this commercial. We'll be, hopefully, Ace will reconnect. He's been connecting and unconnecting. He got here really early this morning, like I five this morning. I think he's been, he's been sitting in the in the back row, and so maybe he's just getting tired. Anyway, uh, Daily High Club is a place where you can get high daily. No, you can get stuff to get high with, not stuff, not like drugs or anything. You get a box of papers and bongs and. Uh, rollers and whatever the hell uh, I don't know grinder what whatever paraphernalia people use me if you know me I'm just like I rough it I'm caveman I just uh, rip this shit up with my fingers and why can't you just roll a leaf of marijuana like you can do a cigar because it's not le- the leaves suck you gotta it's got to be buds and you got to break up the buds yeah, yeah but can't you like break up the buds and put them in the leaf and then smoke it like a cigar? Uh, I think you probably could. Sure, why not? Okay, I'm going to work on that product. You're trying to put us out of, trying to kill a sponsorship? Is that what you're trying to do? No, Daily High no. Club. But because then you, once you do that, you could always get a roller. Then Daily High Club could invent the roller. There you go. You well, they have a roller with it. So, but, but yeah, not that, for leaves. Not for well, leaves. Well, I think you can put leaves in it. If you can put papers in it, why couldn't you put leaves in it? They anyway, shape different. Daily don't, High Club. Don't they shape like this? I don't know. Yeah, they do look like that. Yeah. All right. Well, watch the commercial. Maybe we'll learn something about rollers. I don't think so, because I've seen this commercial a few times. But With humble East Coast beginnings in 2015, Daily High Club is the premier destination for glass water pipes, vaporizers, and consumption accessories. If you're looking to elevate your smoking game to the next level, you're in the right place. With over 1 million top quality smoking products sold and with a growing base of over 10,000 monthly subscribers worldwide, we deliver the ultimate smoking experience. But Daily High Club is not just another retailer. 
We're lovers of the smoking scene ourselves. Working with giants like Tommy Chong, Snoop Dogg, Chanel West Coast, and more. Ready to join the Daily High Club? Let our experts curate your collection with our awesome El Primo monthly subscription box. Or grab one of our fun and unique pieces from our smoke shop. Get started today. Visit MindDogTV.com and click on the banner on the homepage. Well, Ace is uh, Ace is at not in a place. Ace keeps coming and going. He's a he's a coming and going guy. Ace Williams. He's here and here today, gone tomorrow, gone a few seconds from now, coming back. I, maybe I should bring him in before he, we give him a chance to uh, lose his connection again, and then he could lose connection live. Okay, but I have just I have once you bring him in, I want to make ask something about the commercial, but you can bring him in anyway. I can ask uh, it, and then he he may know the answer. Yeah, what happened to oh this one? Okay, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Ace Williams is a writer, producer, comedian, musician, actor, and human rights activist. I'm a human wrong activist. You know about all about that. He has recently re- released a new song parody called "Old Folks Home," which is about the place I live and spend most of my time. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Ace Williams to the program. Hey, Ace, you left welcome. out you left out the love child of Treat and Hank Williams. Uh, <laughs> actually, I had a I had a bit uh, a decade ago when Hank Williams Jr. got um, outed on the Monday Night Football. Um, I did a Monday Night Football auditions routine where I did impressions of all these different musicians trying to get his gig. And I rewrote their lyrics to their song. So it's funny you mentioned Hank Williams Jr. That sounds great. Yeah. Actually, that sounds like, uh, is that bit available on like on the YouTubes or the internet? Yeah, I got it on my YouTube. It's on my YouTube channel. I do impressions of uh, George Michaels, uh, Bruce Springsteen, Tom Petty. Uh, so wow. the bit's a little too old now because half of them are dead. But, you know, Oasis, Green Day, uh, Counting Crows, they're all trying to get the gig and they're all singing their songs. <laughs> With their lyrics, but the lyrics are changed that have to deal with Monday Night Football and trying to, you know, trying to talk about the refs or whatever. Yeah. Well, wow. now that all those people are dead, does the value of that video go up? Do you get extra money for it? And is it worth more now? No, no, it's or not worth anything now. <laughs> yeah. It's, no, I, I, it's, I, it's worth, many, it's, it's for fun. Just to live back again. Huh? You have to die before that video becomes more valuable. Oh no! I mean, the more people die, the less it gets worth watching because you're looking at something that's dated. And I like to stay current, so yeah, that, that's true. I mean, are you ready for some football? I did uh, that. Uh, well, I do a country gig every once in a while on Sundays, and I I brought out uh, <laughs> all my rowdy friends are coming over tonight, and, and did. Are you ready for some football? And people are looking at me like, "What the hell is he doing?" I don't know that. That, that ain't no uh, whatever whoever the latest guys are today. Uh, Morgan Wellen ain't no Morgan Wellen. Ain't no Morgan <laughs> Wellen. Nah, give me a coke with a with a penis can. Uh, Morgan Wellen. I'm sorry. I gotta stop. I gotta stop. I, I have this Alex Jones condition that it just comes out every once in a while. That guy's that guy's got issues. Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, and so he does, and I do when I do him. He has issues, and then I bring his issues into me, and then everything is all screwed up. Anyway, let's uh, hope, yeah, let's hopefully soon there'll be all back issues. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Uh, so, uh, where are you from? Are you are you a uh, New Jersey guy? Or is is that what what I I think? I oh read? wow! 
Uh, thanks for the compliment. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm from Tampa, uh, but I've been around different places when I was very young. So, uh, wow. but I've been in Tampa most of my life. Yeah. Wow, uh, Tampa. I think probably the first guy we've had on from Tampa. Uh, well, that's good. I like first. I like being a first. So thanks oh, yeah. for having me on your show. Oh, it's a, it's a pleasure to have you here. What's what is the comedy scene like in Tampa, Florida? Because it's very touristy, right? And there's a lot. When unless I remember being there, it was was like uh, um, like Saint Petersburg, Petersburg, even down like on the other side on Fort Lauderdale. Oh, just like waterside cafes where there's a lot of music going on. I don't see a lot of comedy scene going well, on. Down. I think you'd be surprised to hear, like, say, Tampa Bay is comprised of Tampa, St. Pete, and Clearwater. So when you say Tampa, most people can, can add all that together because it's a close drive. So with that said, it's a hot mess of comedy clubs and a lot of open micers having open mic shows, which is not bad. I, I, mean, I say that lovingly. It's a good hot mess because there's a lot to do down here. Almost every single night, there's an open mic going on somewhere, and there's always uh, there's about six or seven good comedy clubs in the Bay Area, and not to mention Sarasota, which has McCurdy's Comedy Club, and then there's That's uh, yeah, they got Funny Bone, which was improv. That was like the um, place on in Ebor City, which is in the center of Tampa, and you've got uh, Snappers Comedy Club, you've got Side Splitters. Um, Wow. And a few others. Uh, Spitfire. Crap. you got Spitfire Comedy Club. Uh, so that's in, in Treasure Island, which used to be the old Coconuts Comedy Club. But it got to, uh, changed um, with a different business uh, in the same location. So, yeah. There's oh. lot, lots going on. Yeah. So lots. William Conway, who is in the chat room right now on NSA, he said he... Uh, uh, I love hearing that. I reached out to Ace because I'm planning to be in Tampa at the end of January. Wow, Willie's getting around. He's playing, he's All right, William, thanks for putting me on the show. I appreciate it, bud. Yeah, uh, but Willie's, well, when you're running from the police, you just go wherever you can. So, the bad part is you don't put it out there and say, I plan on being in Tampa because now they know where to find them. Yeah, yeah, the, the warrant could be served right there. Yeah. 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 Uh, do you hate, do you hate tourists? <laughs> or do you no. tourists? <laughs> I love tourists because the good thing as a comedian, when you're playing a tourist, they're, they're not, um, th their expectations to have a good show. I would say maybe the bar is set a little lower because they're having fun already. They're on vacation. Right. The, there's less stress level. They're more inclined to have a, uh, to be a good audience, a really good audience. Uh, but the, uh, the, the back, you know, the trade-off is that the, you don't have that kind of following, because they're back to Utah or Illinois yeah, yeah. the next week or so. But it, that's not bad. That's a good yeah, thing. But, but they that, take your name. But if they have a good time with you, don't they like take their name, take your name back with you with them? Yeah. And, and then they spread the word and then they call all the other comedy clubs and say, you got to have. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I do that with merch, too. Like when I do some shows, I'll bring some merch out there and you know they'll walk away with a T-shirt or something different. You know? Do you do that yourself? Because I, I love seeing people be proactive and hustlers and, and doing the merch stuff. But yeah. for me, for me, it I don't ever want to do it myself. I, I almost, like I want to hire somebody. Not that uh -oh. it just feels yeah. weird 
just <laughs> being directly involved in that in the retail well, chain. I've got my own T-shirt press that makes T-shirts and mugs and all that. So I've done the study and and I've do, do my own graphic arts and I do that too. So I put together um, a Maltese wearing sunglasses with my moniker my life ain't easy ace williams comedy at the bottom and uh it's a cool little shirt people like to wear so very, um very cool yeah no i appreciate you <laughs> you putting in that work and being a hustler I, you know a lot of people just don't want to do the work and that that is part of it and it's uncomfortable and all that stuff and it's extra stuff that you didn't sign up for when you when you wanted to be a comedian or whatever but it is important if you it's gonna, worth it yeah it definitely is so yeah, uh, yeah i love doing the work do you have a songbook? Because the uh, reason why I ask is because I also do song parodies. Oh, okay. On my, and on my website, I have what I call the karaoke songbook for people who want to do karaoke but want to sing other lyrics. <laughs> well, um, that's that's a great, great idea because I is. love writing song bars. parodies. Um, I actually have a, a Apple Music and account. You know, I've got my music on uh, Apple and iTunes and Spotify and about a dozen other platforms. Uh, Ace Williams Comedy Music. I've got some human rights songs as well, which are um, available on my YouTube channel or on those um, platforms. But uh, I've got original comedy songs. Um, I've got one that's a, a Celtic Irish themed comedy song which rewrites the uh famous wild rover song the ireland's most beloved um sing-along uh it's hundreds of years old but i turned it into a rom-com so it's kind of like benny hill so, what is the irish uh the the, the favorite sing-along what, what's the song it's called the wild rover so mine is called the wild rover the lost version so oh, wow. Uh, it's got a funny story, and it's got a lot of double entendres and word plays and little things like that. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of uh, dirty, I, kind of, uh, you know, flirtatious. I, people should not be surprised by what I'm about to say. I don't know the uh, the Irish Rover. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. The song. Oh, you'd know it if you heard it. Okay. Uh, but, like, on I do play a pretty – I've been playing St. Patrick's Day gigs for 45 years probably – uh, in the New York area, and basically, uh, you know, um, that ain't one of the ones that ever gets requested here. So, well, it's, if I did the chorus, you might know it goes, and it's no name never, oh, yeah, yeah, no yeah. name never, no more. That's it. But yeah, okay. That's a wild they, rover. Yeah, nobody ever requests that on St. Patrick's Day. They want the. Uh, uh, when Irish eyes are smiling. New York, Dan, Danny's boy, Irish, Danny but, boy. but there's one. That, well, now uh, you're challenging me. I got to write parodies of those now, don't yeah, I? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I can't think of the other one that the Boston Burglars used to do all the time that everybody, and they do like a punk rock version of it. Oh, you're I, talking I, about the Dropkick Murphys kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, Dropkick Murphys, yeah, that kind of stuff. So, yeah. But uh, okay. that's interesting stuff. Now, um, writing uh, homeless or uh, activist songs, human rights activist songs. Yeah. What would that <laughs> imagine? What uh, what a human activist, a uh, uh, human rights activist song might sound like? Uh, can you give me some kind of? Well, the first one, the first one I wrote was about the the life and struggles of uh, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and John F. Kennedy's struggles for yeah, civil rights. Say, roll. And that's called. <laughs> That's called Too Many Good Die Young, and it has a message at the end um, about how our future should treat each other. 
Wow. So, um, what, why did you get upset, GD? Do I, I didn't did get I miss upset. Something? I laughed because it's like I, I, I've been on your show for what a week or two now. I, I have like it. a half a dozen or so civil rights parodies on my website on my on my YouTube page, and it's like, and he's like, "What's it like?" And I, <laughs> like, well, well, that's a that's an original uh, human rights song. It's not parody. It's not comedy. It's uh, I, yeah. I'm also a musician, so I, uh, I worked as a musician for many years. Uh, with my own band and so and then i went solo with doing original music to be fair to me you've never sent me a link to any of those songs you expected me to do my go go out i figured you want to keep it comedy so yeah no i'm yelling at gd about about because he he like he expects that i should have done my homework and just gone and checked no i did send you the i did send you the link to um drivers black Oh yeah, I know that one. And once you get there, there's like a whole playlist. It's like you're there. I just wait. Think, I'm know. not gonna go through the whole playlist. You sent me one song. I'm gonna listen to that song. Well, I'll send you the link to that. I'll send you a link to that, and also another human rights song called "The Story," and that's kind of like today's headlines issues from global warming to corruption and politics to everything, uh, oh, all you. bundled together with a message as a chorus. The chorus is written to be sung at peaceful, peaceful protests, and uh, I've had it. I've had a song at peaceful protests many times. This chorus goes, "Oh, the humanity, oh, sanity, sweet mother, my oh. God, now what in the world can be done?" So that's a message as to oh, sung, I, I sing as a rally to, chant. I want to come back to this because I, I, this is something I'm interested in, and uh, hopefully, hopefully, the audience is too. But uh, too many die young. Are uh, you familiar with Abraham Martin and John? Uh, yes, I am. I'm familiar okay. with that song. Yeah, uh, it's nothing like that. Actually, it, it's nothing like that. But the, there, that is actually a, a line from the end of it. I've seen a lot of people. But too many good die young is what I have. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, are you, you're a flaming lefty, are you? <laughs> well, people are trying to fire. <laughs> Oh. If I'm flaming, yeah, 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 no, you, you, they want to put you out, definitely. Uh, no, yeah. I, you know what? In today's uh, world, I don't, I don't even think we can. There is a left or a right anymore. There's well, uh, there's a center, and then there's the uh, the crazy extremes that they don't even recognize. I don't recognize them as being associated with the old, what, what used to be left and right in politics. I've been watching your show and I, and I see eye to eye with a lot of you, what you talk about and how you think. So I think it's pretty interesting that we're on the show. I think it's a reason why I'm on the show. For some reason. I don't well, know. If this all I would not let me. too many people know that you, you agree with me on things. You'll be I didn't say everything. I mean, even how anything. Are you? Who could be oh, aligned with everybody? But call am I? Yeah, because you said you see eye to eye. And I just wanted to make well, sure that that was. We don't yeah, like let's to talk literal. Because if we say six one and a half. Oh, to see that you're not seeing eye to eye. You're seeing like eye to scalp or something. Because I don't know why I mentioned it. Because if Ida we're knows. inaccurate, YouTube may kick us off again. So I want us to be as accurate as possible and not have false information out there. Ace, if but, I can just clue you in here just for a minute now. Uh, GD doesn't really know anything about comedy, so he thinks, <laughs> he thinks, he thinks being a literalist is the same as being a uh, forensic humorist. Is, 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 oh, well, weird. there is a there's a point to be literal. I just wrote a joke today about um, Angel Cabrera, the PGA golfer who went to jail for two years for battery on a woman. 
and he just got out. Now the PGA is looking to uh, have him back on, uh, you know, on the tour. And yeah. I said he'd, he'd literally, he literally uh, beat competition if he played on the LGPT, LPGA. So, <laughs> so there's some literal jokes. I got to admit, I'm pretty shocked that we haven't heard a battery joke in the last 20 seconds from DD. Something about battery. There you go. You can have that one, GD. Uh, I'm too busy dealing from other people that I may not work with. It's in the separate area. That's uh, a gift. I don't steal from people because I've got my start in my curries. Consider it a Christmas gift. You can have that one. Oh, oh okay. In that case, yeah. Well, in that case, um, yeah. Cheers. I, it'd be better if it was a Kwanzaa gift, but I'm not going to argue. I'm not gonna, oh, no, boy. <laughs> no. uh, I'm, just, I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> No, it he's not, like, I, I have to get him bad at that he's not teasing. He's not. He's not kidding. Just put it across there. He, he's literally he means it everywhere. I work. So you're in the Kwanzaa. That's that's interesting. Actually, actually no, I'm not into anything. Not I, into just, I just, I just, I treat all holidays the same. I just, I use them interchangeably. Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, Ramadan. I, they, they're interchangeable to me. Oh, I forgot Happy about Kwanzaa, Ramadan, Shanukah. <laughs> now, Ramadan moves, right? It, uh, it's one of those, I mean, yeah. it moves along the calendar. Sometimes, like it, it, well, yeah, Hanukkah, but that, Hanukkah is not as extreme as Ramadan. I think hey, Ramadan hey, Christmas moved too. Year, you, right? Did you know Christmas moved too? I mean, technically, he right. wasn't born in December, so they moved it from July or June, whenever, <laughs> to uh, uh, December. February, March. Yeah, yeah, it was a moved holiday, so that was a long time ago. Yeah, they co-opted Saturnalia or, or the exactly, yeah, about all that kind of stuff so, yeah. to get the uh, non-Christians uh, involved. Year to year, Ramadan can be like in the spring; it could be in the in the fall; it could be in winter. They can have it whenever they want. Just, I think there's somebody in in somewhere in the Muslim world just calling up. Yeah, let's do it this week. Uh, actually, at Ramadan, they have their own moving company. They have their own. You actually can see the moving bands going you know, <laughs> up and down the road. They move Ramadan. I think I've seen them. Uh, Ramadan yeah. movers. Ramadan yeah. Movers, yeah. Uh, anyway. You know, uh, you know where they stay when they're traveling, don't you? Well, where they the movers stay, they stay at the Ramada or Ramada. 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 Yeah. Um, now, do you do anything like, uh, I mean, human uh, human rights activist wise? Do you actually go out and do benefits, do shows that that are benefits? Yes, yes. Um, in June, no, it was July. July, I produced a sold out comedy show for the North Tampa Democrats, and I booked uh, L.A. comic Jay Hewlett and Philly comic Steve Netta. And my friend Bash from Tampa, and we produced, and I did the show. We did it. It was a sold-out show at the uh, New World Brewery, and it was the biggest fundraiser they've ever had or any local Democratic organization has ever had for one night. And now the um, Hillsborough County Democratic Black Caucus wants me to produce their comedy benefit show in next year. Ah, so I'm working that's cool. On that. That's cool. Well, I, I actually have a guy who works for free. Uh <laughs> that's good oh i get i know where you're going with this oh uh, i remember yeah for free uh, i'm sorry i just really rude this morning I, yeah i caught me. that i caught that yeah um so uh now what is your uh what is your 
preference? What is your first love? Is it music or is it comedy? It started off as music. I've been I'm a writer at heart. Um, I I not only write music, but I write scripts and screenplays and things like that too, and some poetry a little bit. Uh, but I started writing music when I was like 18, you know, and uh, you know. So uh, then I it started developing and opening my horizons and. And I uh, started writing a lot of comedy like over 10 years ago and just constantly writing new bits, uh, thinking this. Yeah, I think like a Saturday Night Live writer, you know, one of those guys who thinks like everything could be a comedy sketch. Right. In right. some way or form, like I, that just naturally flows in my brain. Like so every day I walk around. So you actually have a backlog of comedy in your head that you haven't had a chance to put out there. Oh, tons. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I got you. I got you. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, I have a question about that, and I'm not sure because I don't. I, I'm kind of sensitive about this because it's my own issue. Um, always wanted to be taken seriously as a songwriter, uh, but ended up writing funny songs, some novelty <laughs> songs, and 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 uh, because I do, I think I have a sense of humor, even though I I, I have people like CD <laughs> on the program which would say like, no, he probably doesn't have much of a sense of humor. But see, I don't. No, I don't. I'm not the one who judges senses of humor. Okay. That's, okay. that's Willie's job. It's All right. Job. All right. But, no, I'm just saying that my the crowd, the audience in general might think, well, he thinks he has a sense of humor, but he's really not funny. Whatever. Uh -huh. They can think that. But I, I've written, <laughs> I've written songs. Some of the most uh, popular songs that I've written, some of the ones that got most traction, have been silly, funny songs, and that takes away from wanting to be known as a serious songwriter. In my in my experience, and I think it did kind of paint me and you know they want to put you in a uh, uh, you know a bubble and think, well, this is what he does. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I can so, imagine Weird Al Yankovic doing a human rights song right now. I don't know if right. it'll fly or not, right? Right. So do, do you struggle with that at all, kind of trying not to get pigeonholed into being the uh, the guy who just writes funny stuff? And then when you want to be taken seriously, now people are waiting for you. Where's the, uh, I think this should be funny. But there's nothing funny in this song. Oh, well, <laughs> I try not to worry about that too much. I just, as an artist, I just create and, and put it out there the way I feel in my own head something could be produced and what i make it intended to be comedy when it's comedy i make it intended not to be comedy when it's not and um let the audience um uh, not try to pigeonhole me and not worry about it too much yeah Damn, I, I think you're like a taller more talented version of me when i listen <laughs> to you talk <laughs> Well, yeah. business-wise, I'm not sure that that's a great. And not listen, I'm I agree. Not you what I agree. Business-wise, it may not be the best thing because you know when you when someone like if someone looked up Boots Randolph or some famous artist and you didn't know that they did this or something else, like look at um, Jim Carrey. He's he's a painting, amazing art, right? And people don't know him as an amazing artist. But if you like to dug a little deeper behind that layer of comedy, he's got some amazing paintings. Right. Jim Carrey. But when he dies, but when he dies, yeah, those paintings and just like your video on YouTube, you nailed it. Going, yeah, going to be I can't wait to die because <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's a surefire way to success. It, it, uh, I'll be noted posthumously. Yeah. yeah. 
we should sell that as a plan for for success. The best yeah. way, and the better, the more, the more spectacular your death, or, or and, and I don't mean spectacular in the sense of like the likes and, and stuff. Plane like crash? Weekend. What do you mean? Plane crash? What do you mean? What do you mean? No, ham okay, sandwich like, choking on a ham like, sandwich? Like, 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 well, like you can't do the drug overdose. Okay, that's been done well, too many times. Okay, I had well, an idea. Add, if you add a flay, uh, like a little hitch to it, like this ham sandwich thing. Um, you make it new. You take that drug overdose and you add a new little twist right. to it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no. you make it a little spectacular, a little different. It's a little possessive. I have, I had an idea. I wanted to bring it to you guys. What do you think of this? My wife thinks, nah, maybe not. Um, after I'm gone, I'm buried six feet under, and at the gravesite, connected to a website, is where you can press a button and it gives a little mini bio about me and a random joke. Or something like that I did in my past, but it also shows a live cam of my face slowly rotting down inside, <laughs> inside the casket. So, like you know, you first you see that face that's rotting, and then it like magically comes to life, you know, and it starts talking to you like you know a real person. Well, uh, me I, I like it, which is different not bits. good news. Yeah, I like it, which is probably not a good thing. It's morbid, me. but whatever. Well, I think I, it, I have I have an urn, and my my thing is that I I have a I have a mini player, mini video player. Oh, and, cool! And a so, digital urn. Yes. So the object <laughs> the object is for for the urn and the stand to go side by side, and there's an endless loop of all my comedy DVDs and my songs and also my eulogy it's just an endless loop it's like 12 hours of just you know and i have a friend who owns a museum and as of right now since we're still friends he says if i die he'll put it he's willing to put it in the museum and have it so i'll have like a little place in the museum <laughs> what museum is this i'm not saying it yet because i want to keep him as a friend oh if i get put in an urn i want a sign next to it that says no smoking <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't um, want to be used as an ashtray. I just want to tell the people because we have some people on Instagram right now. Instagram is not the best place to enjoy this program or even hate this program or whatever you're going to do with this program. <laughs> the best place to hate or, or love this program or love or hate it is probably YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, any of those platforms. We're on Instagram because we can be. And I know there's there's people there, and we want to attract new people and all that stuff. But we're not going to be doing that forever. This is a trial thing. It's a it's too much work for that little window. Anyway, I just want to put that out there because and see, it's not archived there. You can't re, you know you can't see it again. That's a shame. Yeah. That's a shame. Yeah, that is. Well, we don't want them going there to see it in that format anyway. It's 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 straight up and down like this. So oh, we're yeah, in a, that's we're in a little box in the middle of the screen there. Yeah, that sucks. So you're saying right now they're only seeing Ace and they don't even see us? No, they're, they're seeing together. all three of us in the middle of the long portrait. Oh, that, yeah, I, I don't, I don't like the inst. I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't like Instagram. I don't like. Hey, you guys were talking about Pez dispensers yesterday. That's him. He's a Pez guy. Oh, you what do you got, Goofy? Is yeah, Goofy of course. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, so it's so ironic. How much did you pay for that? Or how long have you had it? You probably bought it a while ago, right? You didn't just I, it I think I stole it when I was five. No. Wow. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> it's it's I don't know how old this is. I am sure the statute of limitations is up on that. You could you could press up if that's really what happened. But you know, I'm gonna bet 
that if you want to get crap like that, Florida is the best place in the United States oh, to get yes. crap like that. Either that yeah. or like Disneyland, maybe, uh, you know, in California, possibly. Yeah. But, but yeah. you'll pay way too much for it if you get it there. It's like buying well, food at an airport. Absolutely. You, you know, when you were bringing it up the other day, I was Googling it, and there were some that were like $30, $40 for a Pez dispenser, and then there was like Target that had them for two ninety nine or whatever. Exactly. Like signed by the original Pez head people? You know, like, yeah, people is, it, like yeah. is it signed by Goofy or, or Doc Strange? No, well, I think they, I got this. I got this one playing skee ball. I think. <laughs> yeah, the the overpriced is just people trying to take advantage of old people who have nostalgia for stuff and just don't. They're gonna take the first offer that they see if it, and they're probably not even googling it. Wherever somebody will yeah. get a direct link, whatever. But like, only, yeah. only sixty thousand tickets. That's a that's right. a good deal. Do you, have, do you have the candies that go with that? <laughs> sure, but well, I ate them all. Yeah. Wow. Look at me. Let me uh, sit down there a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, I'm, you're all sugared up. I'm, I'm rocking a little pot belly. <laughs> like a pot I, belly pig. Uh, Not fat, but just pot belly a little bit. Yeah. So now you've also uh, produced a pilot. Is the pilot actually uh, done, the, the uh, pilot for the uh, mob thing? Oh, um, it's a screenplay. I submitted it to the Austin Film Festival's uh, screenwriting contest. Yeah. Uh, no, I haven't really marketed it yet. It's ready to market. It's it's really amazing. I think, of course, I'm biased, but uh, uh, it's it's a it's a screen a sitcom called Forget About It, and it's about a n notorious mob hitman who wakes in a hospital with amnesia, and he has to perform anonymous charitable acts for a snarky New Jersey death angel. So well, that's it's, where I got the New Jersey stuff from. It's a combination of a Who Done It. With uh, Burns and Allen, with with his girlfriend, and a mob storyline of three crime families, uh, all rolled into one. And uh, the snarky New Jersey death angel, I kind of imagine like Joe Pesci playing, and uh, where he has to take the time off of other gangsters' time on Earth every time the main character, who's got amnesia, has to redeem his past. Every time he does something good. Then he has to uh, do the math and take it away from someone else who's due to die sooner. You know what I'm saying? Like he has to do that math and juggle the the life's uh, fates of people's fates. You know, and, uh, I, I kind of yeah. like. I think I think you ha you you should get on. Uh, no, I'm not. It sounds like I'm pitching like a salesperson here. You should get on the blueprint for success with with Barry Katz and and share that idea. Imagine uh, you, imagine uh, Jim Belushi playing the lead as the hit mob mob hitman kind of style. Happen. That's not. Oh happen. yeah, I hate to. Yeah, crush I know, but, Jim, oh no, I wouldn't. Yeah, it's Jim just a, a it's Jim just a, a template now. He's not going to. It's a template. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's I, a template. I get, yeah, I get it. But the idea is solid. I do, do think you should pitch it to people who could hear it, and that's why I'm bringing a, a blueprint for success with Barry Katz. You don't have getting on it is absolutely. I'll take care of it. Of call. I'll, I'll get it to him. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did see somebody get their their idea greenlighted a couple of weeks ago. Getting more more interested now in the few in the past three weeks ago or so. Thanks. But uh, really good stuff. Now uh, the idea is solid. I like it. I think there's room for that as. Uh, uh, what do I know about television? But I do yeah. see a, a series with that that 
would I've be got a, a whole series Bible, a 13 season first episode synopsis. Um, yeah. So it's yeah. so like all the character breakdowns. Uh, for the I, crazy mob. I've actually been in touch with Jim, uh, uh, Jim Belushi, which is why I know he won't do it. He, oh, okay. He, he's a he's a pot farmer. He lo- Yeah. He, he just loves the <laughs> cannabis now. He's, uh, That's not a problem. Yeah. No, no, I, I do, I, I do too. But uh, uh, he really loves being a cannabis farmer, not just a, a consumer of it. And he, yeah, he, I'm happy for him. You know, he's a good yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that whole business. Now, the other thing you got uh, a, a supernatural script, movie script, right? The Bond. The Bond. Uh, that is a uh, more of a serious uh, supernatural, not co- not comedy related at all. Right. Um, whew, that's pretty heavy. Well, uh, you say not comedy related, but every author or horror film. Yeah, there's a little bit. Of, yeah says that they, they whether it's sci-fi or horror all that stuff is generally there's comedic very, elements yeah very related to comedy uh, yeah that one's about a um uh, item that's cursed and whoever dons it yes it's yeah so um but it, it's a, it actually has um a very powerful story with it uh, and it has uh possibilities to be uh more sequels, but it goes back in time instead of future. So the farther back in time the sequels go, you know, throughout history. So, um, do you, now do you hate what I just did to you there? What? Well, as soon as you came out, you told me the premise of the thing. I compared it to something else. Oh, I don't uh, know. No. That would drive that would drive me crazy. Like, no, can't my piece just be what it is? No, it used to, but no. You, there's always. Uh, when you think about it creatively, it's almost impossible to come up with something exactly original. But if you read the script, you'd say, yeah, this is, this is not like anything. I just, like you're talking I no curse monkey ball. It's, it yeah. has a totally different element. So okay. yeah, but uh, they're the cursed items. So yeah, that, that's right. the relationship. The I connection. heard myself saying that. And then I remembered 20 it's like 30 years ago now uh somebody interviewing tom hanks when he was doing a promotion for uh gump and they said they were trying to compare it to the world according to garp and he said yeah if we have to compare e- e- something to everything everything has to be compared <laughs> to something that came before yeah we could take that one but he was well, he was definitely annoyed by it and i like you know i, I was just that dick uh interviewer who's just angry. i don't take offense to it i mean you know it's nothing like a, the monkey's paw story, but um, it's more of a personal item that affects that one person tragically, right. or right. it cannot, depending on their their personality. So it's it's right. it 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 locks into the person's personality, and they become the opposite. Of, of, they be, they become what they hate, basically. So, so if I, they hate something, I would be GD. Is that I would become GD. <laughs> Is that what you're you know, oh my god! I spend on hair product. I'm t- <laughs> I know. Uh, no, drain, I know. That would drain I, your bank account. I'm just. That kidding. would be. That would be dreadful. Oh, oh. By the way, somebody sent me a link to a new therapy that can reverse baldness, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" At this point in my life, that would be the most inconvenient thing that could ever happen to me. You know how how convenient my life is. 
I, I haven't spent a dime on shampoo in 40 years. I haven't. Don't spend a second drying my hair or combing my hair or doing any of that stuff. My life is, I get out of the shower and boom, I'm dry. <laughs> the yeah, mustache I, might I, be a little I, bad. I, it takes it. It takes three hours to. So you know how inconvenient it would be for me to have your hair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an extra life commitment that I don't need at this point. I could see if I was younger thinking about it. Yeah, I would like Taking that. care of my hair is almost like taking care of a small animal. I think that's a that's a benefit, like, because your hair is amazing. Uh, oh, thank you. But, thanks. But, oh, oh, here. <laughs> yeah. I think I, it's great. I, I mean, I it. it's, a, it's a great vibe, too. It's cool. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. the funny. This is. This is. I'm. I'm only mentioning this because I. I hear that a, a lot. And but there was a Booker. There was. I was talking to a Booker, trying to get booked on some of his shows, and we're doing an interview like this over hand, Zoom. Man. And he goes, and he says all these wonderful things about me. He says, and you have such a unique look. And at the end of the conversation, he doesn't book me. So I remind him of the conversation. I keep trying, and he like doesn't book me. He doesn't book me. It's been like nine months, and I he he, he still hasn't booked me. And I'm like, okay, you said all these wonderful things about me being funny, unique, talented, interesting look, and he still won't book me. I'm like, okay, but he liked my hair, and I guess that's you know with all the money I spend on my hair, that's that's not. That's sad. That's sad. Now, what what you do is you mail him a, a, a mail him a, a lock of your hair <laughs> with, a, with your business card. Can you book me now? <laughs> so I have a question about your hair because uh, it's mine. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. obviously, the clip is from a few years ago. The um, the uh, Christmas thing that you did. But your hair is black, jet black in that. Yes. So it's gone gray in the last 10 years or so? I mean, it's, were, it's, were it's, you coloring it like this? Oh, no. No, I'm not coloring it. Uh, I, I I, have, I. it's hard for me to describe what happened to my hair without going into a bit. I'm trying not to go into a bit. But my hair has just gotten, it has just turned gray over the past five years or so. But it's gotten, yeah. It's been like five or six years. It's gotten like this. I told you, Surfer Phil, I wanted to know who's the uh, Rasta guy I have on the show. Uh, no, it's that they don't. Rastas do not like me at all. I no. could see that. I, yeah. I, well, I could see how anybody doesn't like me at all. Come on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but the Rastas really don't like me. They, they call me a fake Rasta. Why? Um, several reasons. One is that my locks are too maintained. Uh, <laughs> My no, locks are, that is yeah. true. Absolutely. Yeah, my locks are too maintained. They, they look, you know, they, they're styled. See how it's, it's braided here, and then in the back, it's, you know, like I said, it's styled. It's, no, know, it's, I, okay. I, I hate to sound like the bigoted stereotype uh, guy, kind of guy that I am, but every roster guy who I know and where we played on the Nautical Mile, we used, rosters used to come all the time, they would have things living in the brain yes right? yeah <laughs> so, so they think so they think you're a rasta fakarian they call yeah. it foster <laughs> fake no, they, they have a term rasta fakarian i'm a foster no they rasta have a, fakarian yeah, yeah pasta fake yeah fake rasta foster they they have a term for it already you don't have to give them Jesus. Right. Yeah. oh i'm sorry I mean, yeah they've been calling me a foster for a long time now <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Yeah, and, and it's and it also the way I talk, because in apparently in some parts of Jamaica, you know, how, well you've heard the typical Jamaican accent, and, yeah, and the dialect. Yeah, I... okay. Well, apparently, even if you grow up talking like that, if you become a wealthy Jamaican, you change the way you talk to sound like this. Oh, so you go to Maryland to learn how to uh, get... Well, it seems as though they've taken a, Mar a Maryland um, course for <laughs> speaking Rasta or Jamaican, whatever it is that they speak. You never know so, what we're yeah. going to talk about here on the Coffee with the Dog program. It, it's getting, conversations can go anywhere. And, I can, and, yeah, and, and I've, I had, can, I've had really hostile in my face. I mean, in my face, hostile explaining to me why I, can, I don't like it. <laughs> I can imagine the first day you being in Jamaica and you go, hey, man. <laughs> and they go, oh, their eyes roll. Yeah. Instead of, hey, man. Yeah. yeah, get the fuck out of here, you fake. Hey, man. Yeah. I, um, I'm, I'm not a fake. I'm not pretending to be this. This is just... <laughs> Be yourself. Yeah. Now, yeah. Hey, before when you were talking about the uh, Hank Williams parody that you did, and you were talking about all those voices that you added yeah. to it. Um, singing wise, it sounds like you, you have an extremely versatile voice. If you're doing impressions and sound, oh, yeah, did you study? Uh, voice? Yes, I studied uh, voice classes, um, even um, uh, voice over acting. But before that, like I sang 40 songs a night in a band, uh, traveling across five states, so um, five nights a week. So I was singing a lot, and I I'm, I made it a point to do a lot of impressions. Like, so when I did Jim Morrison, I, people would swear it was Jim Morrison or I do County Crows or, or Oasis or what, whoever, I'd, uh, Candlebox and things like that. So I started doing voices. Set right there. Even, yeah. You too. I, I do a spot on you too, um, as well, you know, Bono. So, um, yeah, I'm a high tenor. And, um, you know, I, they say I've got pipes like a church organ. I used to work what with Stick Martin. What do you become a high tenor? I have a technical question for you then. I, I actually, I asked another impressionist, professional comedian impressionist, and his answer was, I don't know. So your answer, I don't know what your answer is going to be. But here's okay. the deal. Here's the deal. When you do an impression, okay, let's say you're at a club, Club A one night. Club B the next night. Club C the next night. You're doing, let's say, an impressionist picking about, let's say, Bono. Each of those places is going to have a slightly different sound system. But yet yeah. you want the audience to hear Bono. So when do you make the adjustment from your head? Because it's going to be slight. This, in other words, you're, something different is going to have to happen in order for the audience to hear Bono. Otherwise, Bono's going to be too bassy in another place, too high in another. So when do oh, you make the adjustment or do you? That's a PA but, adjustment. That's a, you know, yeah, like the, the speaker. No, no, you, I, we bring our own. We, I used oh, to bring okay. my own PA and we'd send out a pink noise and we'd EQ the room with the pink noise from our speakers and we'd have a, a, a base to, to start the EQ. And then the sound man would adjust the EQ and effects or whatever after that. So it was pretty much um you walk in and we program the room and then we save it so whenever we go back we're already at that square so uh we didn't we didn't they call it a white noise or pink noise uh okay, it would so eq the room been, wait so, don't bring up racial stuff here white noise uh, <laughs> oh no 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 i was just gonna say because then what you're doing <laughs> 
is way, way different than what the average comedian would have because the average comedian does not does not have oh. the, the oh um, for the comics oh for live right. comedy that's different right. yeah you're just gonna have to l really listen um the trick but, about so when do you when i'm sorry i didn't mean to catch up but so sure. you start to do your, your you can do a sound check prior to getting up on stage uh and if you're lucky if you got a sound man at the comedy room or something they might adjust it with adding a little reverb or delay or something like that if you're going doing vocals but um, I don't do much um, enough to worry about that too much because um, I don't do that bit anymore for where I do the voice impressions. I do sing a couple original comedy songs. Um, so I don't have to sound like anybody else right now unless I rewrote that whole bit and did it again. In other I mean, words, my question is totally moot then because I right. yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you, you're asking moot questions now. But I do uh, George no, I, Bush. I do a George Bush impression. Impression. I did it. I did some political comedy. I don't normally do political comedy on my live stuff, but I write it like crazy. Um, but we did the stand up for democracy show, so I did a roast of all the GOP uh, leaders. In, including Bush, and I, I did an impression of Bush getting stoned at home uh, on marijuana and getting high, and crank calling Cheney, and um, so don't, yeah, I do that. Don't yeah. you somehow so you do Bush the president's his presidency years? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, uh, his, his retired years. Yeah, I, I, don't you somehow miss the that that craziness of the Republican Party, just that mild craziness that used to be Dick Cheney and, and George Bush compared to what we have now. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you be happy to have that Republican Party back? Yeah, I would retire from comedy if we could. Because so <laughs> what we have now is just um, a threat to democracy. Really it's, it's insanity. It's, it's beyond, you know, a threat to uh uh, democracy, yes, but it's also a threat to sanity, uh, where yeah. where we have to, you know, accept people's different realities of, uh, let's face it, you know, JFK Jr. showing up and uh, spaceships coming, this, you know, all those kinds of insane things that kill I mean, people. When you got a party going, fake electors, alternative facts. They don't want to face reality, and when you got a, mean, a party yeah. that does that, you you got some serious problems dealing yeah. with their people. You just have to make people face reality and, and the facts. If you had a time machine and you could go back to, say, 2003, 2004, and tell people, you should be happy with Bush Cheney. This is... It could get much crazier than this. People would be like, yeah, you're, just uh, making it. you're making that shit up. That's interesting. That's a strange what if. Uh, back then, I worked for a big company in sales, and I was killing it. Um, but I worked with 200 type A personalities in a sales floor. Imagine something like a, a boiler room, but it was legal. Okay? Right. So they're all right wing. The, own, the company owners were uh, GOP, and they didn't know. And that's why um, I kept my comedy on the side, you know? separate yeah, yeah. so uh, <laughs> but if i try to tell them that hey we got we're you're doing good with bush bush actually spoke at the company i worked for wow yeah a live live uh, uh speaking engagement 
along with the governor and yada yada but uh that was crazy wait a minute y'all booked yada yada yeah did you know he's uh he's a right winger we've been trying to get yada yada on the show for i don't even know what matt has to do to get yada yada on the show matt has been trying to get yada yada on the show for ever since i've known matt since what 1954 yeah no i think you're you're confusing that i've tried to get his grandfather on the show body yada oh Okay, but yeah, so um, <laughs> yeah, I saw I saw one of his uh, relatives in Star Wars, Yoda Yada, Yoda Yada, Yoda Yada, 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 I don't, I don't want to do a whole 180 on this whole thing, but coming back because I'm glad you brought that sound issue up, but the technical part of it up here. It seems like the sound in comedy clubs. I'm I'm speaking about the sound guy sets up a microphone and goes home. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about, and that's what I'm talking about because like the, the guy I know, um, I don't want to say his name, but he's a you know he's internationally known as an impressionist, impressionist, impressionist. And I yeah. when I asked him, I opened for him, and I asked him that he goes, I have no idea when it happens because I was with him for like within two you know two different venues and i and i listened in the audience and it was like he like his de niro and stuff was like holy shit it was like he did de niro and there's two different places and the and his voice when he did his comedy sound different right you can hear the difference yeah. in the timbre and the bass but once <clears throat> he did his impressions they came out like eq'd and shit and and i so i was asking him when he made that adjustment he had no idea, so I thought maybe you would know, but you're used to it. So it's tricky no. because now I I now close with my parody, old old folks home, which is based on Little Nas X's Old Town Road. It's about oh. being in an old folks home, so I have to sing that to a recorded version. So the sound man has to one have that song queued up, ready to go when I'm ready to do my right. closer, and two. It has to have the balance between the the pre-recorded music and me singing has to be balanced. You don't want the the track to be so little you can't hear it, but you don't want it to, to be so loud that you can't hear the vocals. So you have to cross your fingers every time, unless you do a sound check. Um, and, but the trick is, I did one show and the guys had to turn up the volume after I got started. The track was too low, so the beginning kind of. I hated it because it didn't sound right. One of my biggest pet peeves, uh, comedy club owners and managers, if you're listening, uh, I'm surprised that anybody's listening. Um, but the, you would never in a million years at any other kind of show business thing have a sound man just mail it in, just show up to, for setup and not do anything. I agree. And I, here especially, you get five comedians in a night you can know the sound man has not made one adjustment, and comedians can have very different styles. I mentioned Jackie the other day, just has a, a mic on a stand and walks around it, never holds a mic. You have, <laughs> you have comedians that hold a mic down here. You have comedians. Yeah, yeah microphone control. I hate that, that, that right here. Well, all of it needs to be adjusted for, you know, to make the difference up. And some people have very different voices. Yeah, you, you need know? to have the guy on cue ready to turn it up when the guy's microphone's a foot away from his mouth. And when another guy's screaming into it because he's a screaming comic, you know, like right. some comics are. It's you almost as if the sound people here 
think, well, there's no bass and drums. I'm just going to set up a mic and forget about it. And like, you know, know what? That you're not. You're getting paid. Be a professional. That's Do it right. Yeah. McCurdy's McCurdy's Comedy Theater in Sarasota. If I can give them a plug, their sound guy is excellent. Or excellent. Yeah, last and they run a great show. Um, yeah. I want to get back there. I would love to work with them again. Uh, yeah. One of my pet peeves when I run my open mic, it's called Cans for Comedy open mic show, which people bring in cans and clothing for homeless helping homeless. I've been doing that for almost two years now. One of my pet peeves is when a, a comic grabs the, the stand and you know that that little uh, mic stand clip that it's like yeah. got a, it's got a, um, a a screw and bolt on it, right? But yeah. they yeah. lean on it and they'll turn it and they'll turn it and they'll lean on it, turn it, turn it. Next thing they know, it's all stripped out. Right. <laughs> and I've had so many of those little clips get stripped out from the comics using it as a as a crutch or a prop uh, when yeah. they just lean on it and turn it and twist it all day long. And I think I've, that's, I've that's curable. Oh, so it drives me crazy. A, a little conversation before the show starts is like, listen, uh, not I'm not accusing you of anything, but we yeah, have curable, comics who yeah. come up and abuse the equipment. To try not to try not to break the mic stand. Next thing you know, you put the mic back on a clip, and the microphone goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I have um my like my own stand and stuff, and I'll show the the I'll do I'll show it because because my I've had my equipment for a long time. I take care of it. I don't like buying new shit. And I'll show the comics say, okay, this is how it works. I don't want you fumbling, and you know this is how you adjust it. You don't have to do this that or whatever. And they don't listen. It's like yeah, you know. They don't. They don't fucking listen. I, I always oh. feel like saying, "Get off my show. Get out of the room. Don't touch. <laughs> don't touch my stuff. I'll. I'll adjust it. I'll the come worst, back yeah. and show you." Yeah. The worst thing when I when I worked for the cult and we had ninety eight <laughs> mic microphones out in the audience. They're wireless microphones. The way they do a sound check is like they're trying to get ketchup out of a bottle. <laughs> Banging on the microphone, like no testing one two three, not boom 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 on the. No, microphone. that's that's ridiculous. <laughs> it's that's not ridiculous. a ketchup bottle. That'll uh, damage the mics. Right. Uh, now we're back to the. Uh, I know I'm I'm all over the map here. Back to the that's impression, cool. impressions and, and impersonations and all that stuff. The, I don't know the guy's name. There's a guy who's really good. Uh, now he's doing Trump uh, a lot. Um, he, he came and seemed to come out of nowhere. He does a lot of political stuff, but when I see really, really great impressionists, their face <laughs> changes, their 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 physiology physiology changes. They, exactly, you know, and it, it, it's like, where does that come from? Is that a is that a brain chemistry thing that you know? Because it's not a. It's not a contrived thing. It's just like it's like um, you tell yourself to become somebody, and then you start taking on all their mannerisms. That takes a lot of practice in the mirror. That takes a lot of lot so, of legs. So it is a conscious thing, then, because if you practice, practice in the mirror, mirror you you're, you're doing it consciously. I just thought it was just like a natural thing. Like, and I think it's natural. I I, I think. Uh, well, I think it's a combination. Not of for both. me. I think it's a combination of both because yeah, some people have ticks that you want to practice but then there's other things like just the expression you know like um uh whether or not like dick cheney when he talks he leans his head to the left a little bit you know penguin yeah, yeah. I, if i think of dick cheney i think of the penguin and i don't know why yeah. maybe yeah, he'll, so dick cheney does this he goes like yeah. you know we lost so, ace but we're getting ace back we uh it's like it's like a blackjack game we we got uh somebody 
We got undealt. We got an ace undealt. Yeah. Uh, I'm here. Yeah. It's like some people you have to practice. So you because like with Trump, you want to practice the hand gestures, you know. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. I, I know when I did my Trump, I literally learned alphabet sign language so that I could sign yeah. one thing while saying something else. You yeah, know he signs white power. <laughs> huh? The absolute worst at doing Donald Trump's hands hand gestures is Donald Trump Jr. He's trying. <laughs> He's trying. <laughs> But he can't do it. He can't do it. And then he ends up just doing this. And I just want to fucking break his fingers off. Oh, oh. is he doing Nixon or quotes? Yeah, he's doing quotes, but he he, he, he does it like this. And he doesn't stop. And he's all coked up, first of all. But, yeah, I just want to grab his fingers and just like, now do it. I think I think it's psychological with Trump. He's got this tiny little hand, so he wants to make people think that he's got something bigger going on there. I think uh, he followed the Norman Vincent Peale course very closely uh, when he's growing uh, up, yeah. and the uh, Dale Carnegie stuff and how to win for He is definitely studied and the Hitler, and the Hitler, and the Hitler stuff too. Yes, yes. That, he's definitely studied speakers and and their mannerisms and understands uh, the hypnotic. I hate to give him credit for something, but he yeah, has. He knows how to sell shit. He knows how to sell shit. He just uses his power for evil. Right. He learned that in his Hitler youth classes when he. <laughs> the funny thing is, uh, he came out and he was saying the immigrants are poisoning the blood of the country and all that kind of stuff. Meanwhile, he's been married to two immigrants and and uh, some of his children are children. Oh, I think yeah. five out of four out of five of his children are. Uh, the children of immigrants. So when he talks about world's this, biggest hypocrite, yeah, but uh, definitely quoting from Mein Kampf, and he says he never read Mein Kampf. But uh, there's an article like I looked it up last night where from the 80s where Ivana, his wife, was talking about how he recites uh, Hitler's talking points, and he had Mein Kampf. Well, he had the pop up version and the um, cliff notes. <laughs> he had the cliff notes and the pop up version. He didn't. He never read the whole book. But people are saying, I, uh, but I've never read Mein Kampf. And that's what we were saying that in Iowa last night. I was like, yeah. yeah, and he hasn't. He's not lying there. He has never read the entire Mein Kampf, but he right. had the pop-up book, well, the cliff notes, and the uh, audio book. He only <laughs> reads English. Read he can't re read German, so he had the translated version. I would, what... I would wonder how well he reads English, too. The way, but uh, True. Listen, uh, we don't need to turn this into a Donald Trump. Right. It's, yeah. For him. So um, well, just one more Donald Trump thing, then, please. Just okay. one little as good as he is, as good as he is at selling shit, he still couldn't buy his father's love. There you go. No. That's true. <laughs> and the same can same can be said. Well, of, of his son, except his son isn't good at selling shit either. <laughs> so I just wanted to pitch something with. If, while I'm on the air with you guys. Um, I, I do the Cans for Comedy show here in Tampa. It's been a success for almost two years. We've gotten clothes and donations for probably like $3,000 worth of food and clothing. I'd like to get this to go national in other cities like Detroit, New York, LA. I'd like to find other comics who want to do a Cans for Comedy show or a room that has a, a weekday night that they could dedicate one night a month or once a week where open mic comics can do their show. People can bring in cans and clothing and then it goes to a local homeless shelter uh, to help them out. Um, well, it's kind of like picking up where comic relief did back in the eighties with, uh, with Robin Williams and, 
Yeah, I, I like the idea. Um, I would caution because listen, I'm I'm all for causes. I'm all for giving and volunteering, and I've done more than uh, most people have. And I I applaud anybody and, and congratulations for giving back and and being a humanitarian and doing all those things. But once you um. I would keep it as loose as possible. Just let other people use that name or encourage people to use oh, that that's name. That's what I'm trying to do, yeah. I'm not yeah. trying to make money. I do my no, shows no, for free. Not even, I yeah. didn't even think about making money. It's just once you try to make it into an organization, you're going to give it all, you, or you're going to create a mountain of paperwork for yourself that doesn't need to be there. <laughs> um, that's, that's okay. I run another nonprofit, so I'm, I've, I've got the experience to do that. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's a pain in the ass. Man. I run a nonprofit, too. I call it my comedy career. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, you could see how that would be a nonprofit. Um, yeah, because I don't know anything about comedy. If I knew no, you got a really comedy, nice website. I like your website. It's great. I haven't seen it. He's got a website? Yeah. Uh, yeah well, the funny thing is the bookers said, I've, I've been told by bookers that it's not, that it's, it looks like it's designed for fans. They say it is designed for fans. It's well, big, you know, it's not designed for bookers, it's designed for fans. I have an EPK on there, but. Yeah, I do it for yeah. I do it for people who are looking for something extra from me. Well, you want fans or you want bookers? You, uh, five bookers? Are you in an, in your area or twenty bookers? Or do you want three, four, five, six, ten thousand fans coming in well, every month? Or let, let me uh, let me if I may comment on this for a second. So thank, well, first of all, thank you for noticing. I appreciate that. I really do appreciate that, Ace. Oh, I, I noticed that you have a website. I just haven't been there. Um, <laughs> About three months ago, a friend who has a tribute band asked if I could, and I had already designed their their website, and they wanted to know because they were working with a uh, manager, a booker, you know, out of Orlando, Florida, who got he's a very prestigious booker. Uh, he wanted to redo the website because it it was a fan site, and he wanted a, a business site, and they had me on, and I have done it. I have done according to his specifications redesigned it to be a uh, business site. Now, the the woman who was the lead singer of the band, she kept coming back with wanting to add more fan-related stuff and more pictures and more. And, like, you got to understand, there is a difference between a, a, a business site and a fan site. And I think it's probably best to keep them separate to have a fan site and a business site. And actually, if you go to their site now, it says, Welcome to the Business uh, uh, website of such and such fan. I do think there is different purposes and different. So a fan site is not going to necessarily impress a book. And now I'm not telling people go out and spend more money on websites because I not. I think websites probably are at this point less effective than social media and all that stuff. But if you're gonna have websites, you gotta keep them in mind for whether it is a booking site or a fan site and make that clear and it, it yeah. do yourself the best uh, service by keeping them separate having one that is a business site and one that is a fan site what i would do if you're going to start a booking site for for business study uh websites that are made by booking agents that, that have comics like there are some booking agents out in LA that have their websites with their with their uh, with a cast of comedians that they that they that they book and they get hired to uh, to run their business either acting or 
or comedy. I've a coffin in the middle of your tent there. I just, I, I must have had some coke or something. Who put that marshmallow in my coffee? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. So, so study uh, those sites, you know, they're pretty cool. There's some really good uh, agent booking agents that uh, agencies that uh, have their their stable of comics on there, and uh, I would copy I'm, it like that. If I'm, it was I'm not concerned case. about that. When he told me that, I went, "Thank you." It, it's designed to be a fan site. Thank you. Yeah, I said I have an EPK. When I reach out to bookers, I send them my EPK. You know, mm -hmm. and, and if they want to see the website, they can. I don't care. You know, like they'll like I'll get the, the one thing I get is that uh, you know, the video you sent us is twenty nine minutes, so you don't have to watch the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, well. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, if they want to watch seven minutes, they can watch seven minutes. My hope is that they start watching it, for you know, get so into it, they're like, "Holy shit!" I just watched thirty minutes of this guy, you know, as opposed to five minutes. In other words, like you can stop at any time. The it's bookers in L.A. I keep telling my friend, uh, the comic uh, Jay Hewlett up there, that what I want to see something current. I want to see what you got new. What's your newest bit or what's your newest video? So they 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 like to focus on like what's what that was just produced or something brand new. Why? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. But I that's what that too. that's I, what they I, like. I have that also. I'm just yeah. It's just a tip, you know. In case you know. They, I, I they, think I think they're just. I think to be honest, I think bookers are dicks, and they look looking for any excuse to. It's like they're always looking for a way out. Oh, you're funny, but uh, what do you have for what do you have that's new? Well, this is from last night. What do you have from today? Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what do you have from this morning? Did you record anything in the shower? I'm not. Yeah. I, I'm not arguing with you about this. Yes, I you just, are. I'm, no, I'm not. I feel I'm it. Just, I feel I'm, the hate. I'm not. There's no hate here. No, there's hate. I, I feel hate. No, well, there's hate, but not here. Oh, okay. It's, it's it must there. be me then. It must be me. Because um, I was reluctant to to even follow this guy's instructions, but but he's a big time booker, and when he explained his methodology for it, he's not looking for he's looking to make commissions on stuff. He's looking to book stuff, and this tribute band that I was redoing the site for, um, he's getting them gigs, you know, forty thousand dollars a gig, fifty thousand. He's getting them like big time work. And his approach is that this website should be a minute of me talking to uh, somebody who uh, is, is a buyer on their end, walking them through it on the phone. That's what the business site is for. We're not really interested in um, the, the buyers are not really interested in. How funny are you? How music? How how great singing you are? Any of that kind of stuff? They're interested in. Do, do you have the uh, professional reputation? Does your site look clean and expensive enough to to be a really expensive business card for you? And the guys on the phone doing the talking. He's not looking for to try to make excuses for why not booking you. He wants a tool that he can get on the phone and say, here, look at this really quick. Now, forget about that. Well, how much are we paying and when, when do you want them? Let's get to the date. And so he made a lot of sense with uh, with that uh, explanation to me. And I've seen him do it. So I, I, can, I understand where you're coming from, where it feels like, oh, you're just making me jump through hoops and all this stuff. And you want stuff. Sometimes you have to put your own sensibilities in the back and say, business people who know how to get you money, they're only making money if they can book you. They're not going to well, make money for, for a website. Money. Could be designed where the landing page has nothing but 
a choice, a crossroads. You can go to the business page, which will be a whole bunch of separate information, or the what? fan page. You can have that landing page where the I'm guy can up. go straight, you know, see that and go click on that. Yeah. But my main my main point here is that um, when these people are doing the work for you, they're not getting paid for, to not book you. They're getting paid. They only get paid if they do book you, and if they have something that is going to help them help help them sell you better. You got to drop your defensiveness and all. Oh, that. I don't. I don't have a problem with that. I don't have anybody like that in my corner. <laughs> I'm saying when I reach out to venues to be booked. Oh yeah, well, yeah. Oh yeah. Not. I don't have like a booking agent. If I had a booking agent, I don't know anything about the business side in that regard. I would like say, okay, you take that over, so I can focus on being creative. I'm. I'm a happy camper. Right. No, and I. I get. You know, that's kind of why I will ask Jackie that question, and he's kind of simplified it in that you know you just you, you come up with with the material and do that do the work, but. Right. I, this guy who, and I don't even want to mention his name. I'm, I'm struggling not to mention his name. But there are other people. Or he's based in Orlando, and I know the section of Orlando that he's in is now the William Morris for uh, comedy and and club level music stuff. And there are lots of agents like him in that area. And it never. I spent my whole life never dealing with those people. But when I saw my friend oh. with the tribute band do it. Now they're getting from when they were getting five thousand dollars for a show. Now they're getting forty thousand dollars for a show by letting him do it. It's like, damn, you know, it's it's so. Why aren't more people hooking up with this guy? Or that sounds like, like Ted Scorman's agency in Orlando. Ted like Scorman, that. yeah. yeah he, I, I used to book in the, with uh, <laughs> a band. Uh, I was in a band years ago, and it was a Scorman band, and he put us everywhere. So, right, yeah. Omnipop locally here and in LA. This, I think they uh, they even have a Chicago event. Uh, it's similar, but yeah, there's a lot of those. But Orlando seems to be like the ca the capital city for that right now. A lot of those kind of businesses have relocated. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So, but, it was funny when I was in when I was to, when I was in Florida when I was living in Florida. I even though I was I was starting out as a comedian, people kept thinking I was this famous chef. In the, in the um, Sarasota area, and I, I don't remember his name now, but, and they would literally walk yeah, up to yeah, me and start yeah. calling me his name, and they say, aren't you, and I'm like, I have no idea who you're talking about. Yeah, I know the phony roster chef. Uh, you do, oh, you do know him, okay. No, I, I, I know who name. they're talking about. I, <laughs> okay. Yeah, they, and I'm like, I would love to you know, meet this guy, but yeah, no, that's not me. I bet he's what? got great jerk chicken. Oh, <laughs> yes. As opposed to a great jerk personality. Well, you know. Anytime I hear jerk chicken, it just gets really perverted in the back of my mind. I'm oh, yeah. yeah. Um, it's a good recipe. One more time, I'm going to say for the people who are watching on uh, Instagram, it's not the best place to watch us. This is a temporary thing. We're there. It's a, To be honest with you, it's a pain in my ass to be on Instagram. But we're doing it because we can. It, they just opened it up to live streamers like us uh, in the last week. We're, the best place is YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, uh, any place but Instagram. Rumble, <laughs> anything, any any other place except Instagram. But we're there, so if please feel free to join us. Look up Mind Dog TV, uh, or go to MindDogTV.com, or look up Coffee with the Dog. You'll find us there, and uh, it's a better platform. Now, Will is in the chat room, and he said he would love to have a booker. I'm remiss. I should have done this long ago. As soon as I and I thought I mentioned it, that I should give you guys his information. I talked to this guy. 
because he's basically booking tribute bands. And I said, oh, are you interested in comedy? And you, could you do this for comedy? He said, yeah, I just don't have a stable of comedians. Like, I got lots of comedians. Now, I don't want to. Does he mean stable comedians? Yeah, you got you to gotta have a horse. Um, oh, okay. I don't want to send them just every comedian that comes to the show because, you know, we've had some good ones. We've had some great ones. And we've had some mediocre ones. And we've had some terrible ones. I don't want to send everyone his way. But certainly, all my friend will share that information and put in touch with him. Certainly, uh, you guys and, and Will. And just, you know, if that if something can be gleaned from that, whether it's just local work for more money or uh, or, you know, road work for a lot more money. Uh, I would be happy to be able to pass that kind of information on and, and do that kind of stuff for people. See, I'm, look, my needs are simple. I don't ever expect to be like famous, like world famous. I just want to make enough money so that my wife can retire next week. That's all. No. <laughs> I, almost start, I, I almost started the show about coming back to Will's the other when he said um, why all these terrible things that happened to you and I asked what terrible things happened the only terrible thing that happened to me in the last memory is two See months how he's ago starting to whisper? He doesn't my, want yeah, her to hear because it. my wife is up there well, my, my, my wife, wife has retired last week my yeah, my wife retired two months ago. That's what I was just gonna say. And now my life is hell. I'm thinking about going back to work just so I can get out of the house. I'm afraid that uh, my wife's gonna spend so much time with me that she's gonna get sick of me and then get rid of me. So that's how you really are. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. And, and I would love, and I would love to be able to spend more time with my wife. I would love for her to you retire. Think that. No, I know because she works nine to five and she's out of the house a lot. But when she's not, you're gonna you're gonna see the reality of it. No, when my wife is not with me, I ache. Okay, I want to be with her twenty four seven. Now, I want to do comedy. When I when I'm on a stage doing comedy, my wife like right there next to me, telling me what jokes I can say. Right there, I want her <laughs> there. Okay, I unlike she, I, like I have a very I have a very healthy codependent relationship. Relationship no, you don't. no, you don't. No, you don't. If you got a wife filtering your comics, I don't know. It's going to be scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I think that's, that's how comedy close. should be. I think every spouse should be there to filter the, the humor. I, I, I don't believe. I don't believe in the like the you know comedy police, but I do believe in spousal oh, yeah. consent. Well, I think it all depends if the if the humor is based on fact or if it's contrived. So all my stuff is contrived, pretty much. So. So I don't think she minds. So, yeah, you know. mine is all mine is all based on fact. The only agreement I have is that I never yes, make yes. myself like the villain. No matter actually, no matter what the situation is, I never make myself look like the villain. I always come. It always got to come out as as lighthearted, funny, and, and if it's going to be a bad guy, it's going to be me. If, if they're just joining, you're listening to bullshit with the darkness. <laughs> There's a bunch of liars telling them, God, there's no such thing as contrived humor, first of all, and there's no such thing as a happy marriage. I just want to say that. And the past five or ten minutes, no one has said just kidding. No uh, one has said it. I am I've been married 36 years. Congratulations. Yeah. To the same and moment. it's all going great. Yeah, oh, yeah, that, yeah. That, Okay. Well, I didn't know it was like a total, like 36 years, five wives. 
or if I've, it's like I've been married. Years. I've been married for fourteen billion light years. <laughs> oh shit! And anyway, I, uh, I have been married. My wife and I've been married for seventeen years. Though in my heart, it feels like we've always been together. Yeah. Um, that's you, good. Say, all, all our audios are choppy. You know what I'm saying by the uh, Instagram? I think this is probably uh, probably the cause of all that. Get rid. They're not really helping it. And besides, they've got a little taste of us. Get out. Discard live video. Ooh. I could have saved that. Now they do. Uh, obviously, they do archive. I just got a, a notice uh, that I could uh, save it but I just hit the discard button. Anyway, we'll, we'll, maybe we'll try again tomorrow. Uh, not that I really want it uh, saved over on Instagram again. Now, can, can the Reverend get on Instagram? Yeah. Well, this is. Uh, we'll talk about that when we say goodbye to Ace, because I noticed that you have created an event for a church for this Sunday. All those things do not... Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it when we get off the air, because how that's going to tie into PBMTV or any of the other networks that we're, we tie into with that, I'm not sure. Anyway. Okay, uh, I, hey, like I, said, I, know how, I know no idea how that stuff works. So yeah, like, I know. That, I, I, that was my first thought when I saw your event. We'll talk about that in a minute. Now, we have a going by your Patreon, Ace. Now, there's a, that's a lo pretty long link. That I don't think that's <laughs> in the description. But we oh, do yeah, have lots yeah. of different links in the description. We have to your Spotify page. We have to your YouTube channel, your Facebook page. And yeah, and Spotify again with the uh, Wild Rover. So we have all those. We'll put this one in the. In the now, uh, got anything upcoming that you want to plug? Now, I, I, before you even do this, I'm just going to say I'm going to do my best to try to get people to cooperate with this uh, uh, comedy for cans thing. Uh, uh, my biggest challenge with that is I end up doing it alone because nobody wants to do charitable events with me. Nobody at my age, everybody's like, ah, it's got to pay something or I'm not coming. It's going to pay for my gift, well, but I will make I've, an effort. The bonus uh, that you can get from doing charitable works uh, is that the press likes to do, uh, put that, put your name out there for what you're doing, like uh, morning shows on local TV, uh, uh, no, media there is a print. Print. but so believe me, my, my guys, uh, we did a, a benefit ed for the uh, VA uh, not too long ago, and I still had to get them paid for it. It was, yeah, and I know the, the, the here's the thing I know that the booking agent was getting money for it, he asked us to do it, uh, benefit, and then I found out that he was probably getting like thousands of dollars for for getting the yeah. bands through for the benefit but yeah i just uh, opened up for kyle grooms for a benefit uh in november uh up in uh, fort lauderdale to raise money for a hospital to be, to be built in tortuga uh which is part appreciate of Haiti. all you're doing man you're good so, i like people that give back and and, and thank you for for Thank you for your service. Uh, hey. Now, coming up, now, besides the Patreon stuff, what else do you got going on that you want to Okay. Uh, Thursday, I've got the Cans for Comedy show, American Legion Post 139. It's a free show open to the public, and uh, it's an 8 o'clock show. We got Mike Rivera, America's Funniest Teacher on The View. Uh, he's going to be our featured comic. He's been on HBO, Showtime, ABC. Uh, he's an amazing – he's with the board – teachers comedy tour that goes all across the nation he's one of the funniest guys in the state and he's going to be our feature comic and then we've got a uh, i'm going to be emceeing a show up in orlando on the 27th a place called the bull and bush 
it's a open mic comedy show. They want me to go up there and, and uh, MC it. So I'm going to be doing that. And um, that's about all I got going for the rest of the, the uh, December. Cool. And well, then I'm going to be producing people. a show up in the next year for the Hillsborough County Democratic Black Caucus uh, comedy show fundraiser wow. next year. Uh, uh, we appreciate all you're doing, and we hope people will follow you. Anything that you have, you can drop links, and I will I will uh, be happy to promote it any way we can. Uh, put it in our newsletter and that kind of stuff. Uh, it's been great to have you here. Thank you for getting uh, and, up. And before. just for the record, I, I actually, uh, Matt, I actually like Ace. So if we buy, if some chance Willie doesn't come back and we can't get Dick, we'll I'll take Ace. <laughs> hey, I'm there for you. I'm there for you. I, uh, yeah, my, my I think you can always get Dick. Uh, yeah, uh, but no, you think so. You would think I can always, but I can't. It, with it, that hair, <laughs> I think I think you can. And, no, and the it, stripper it, background and all that kind of stuff. Well, that's just it. It's, it's a stripper background, not a stripper foreground. From the front, it's no, it doesn't. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Ace, thank you for being here. Thank you for putting up with. Thank you. Don't worry. This, thank this you. This is guys. his last day, so you don't have to worry. Maybe you come back and replace him. <laughs> Anyway, have a great wow. day and thanks thanks for being here. Bye. Take Bye. care, guys. Happy holidays. You too. Bye. Uh I you know, I will try to get people involved in this uh can comedy cancer comedy thing. Um uh even you know, my musician friends, they've a lot of people just got burnt out by because we we tend to think that benefits are the answer to everything. Or we we went through a period of where every time there was a cause, let's just do a show, let's do a show. I think and diminishing returns and all that kind of stuff. But and that's the issue I have. We have out here. Like I, when I when I started doing comedy, um, when I started doing comedy in the when I moved to Maryland like eight years ago, eight or not eight seven or eight years ago, I used to do so many benefits. You know, trying to get my name out there. Yeah, and, and it's like every you couldn't swing a dead cat without hitting a benefit. Yeah, yeah. And even yeah. now it's the same thing. You can't. There aren't enough cans and toys for all the free cans and toys that they want to you know to be in these shows. Right. And then and also a lot of these shows, when I look at the 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 um the talent, it's not not much. It's not like a step up or anything. It doesn't seem anything enticing to me. It's just I I know when I did shows. I wrote material for those shows, you know. So well, I. Well, you're saying you're always trying to get him replaced. Now I have told you this that he calls me at night and says we got to get rid of Willie. I mean, it's a daily thing now. Uh, no. I can expect a call like nine thirty tonight. Oh, we got to get rid of Willie. Got to get rid of. Willie. It's it's constant. It's, 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 I, I'm not trying to get Willie replaced. That see, that's a that's that is such a. A misnomer? Is that what that is that proper? Is that what it's called? I don't know. No, I, that is I'm not good no. with English. You could say it in okay. Spanish. I know. Oh, say it in Spanish? Misonomo. Oh, yeah, right. I know that. That's okay. That means you're so, trying to get rid of Willie. Well, okay, but see, Dom, I'm, I'm not trying to get rid of Willie. I'm just trying to incentivize Willie. No, I'm just teasing. I'm just saying. I can't get, first of all, Willie has seniority over me. I can't get rid of Willie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying if Willie gets rid of himself, because right now, if Willie takes off at the rate he says he's going to, like, Rick, Willie expects to be in 2024, like, the best stadium, out selling out stadium comic, and I don't think at that point he's going to want to be with us anymore. I don't think, uh, he. I think he, he wants, I'm not sure about this idea with Jelly Roll, whether he wanted to be a music artist or a comedy artist opening for Jelly Roll on these big stadiums. Uh, I'm, I'm so when you say comedy, I don't know. 
I don't know. But, I let, but let's put it this way. His, he's got his sights on something bigger. Yeah, he, I think he's already gone, to be honest with you. He yeah. hasn't been here for two days. That's, yeah, that's what that's, I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. So I'm if, not trying to get rid of, rid, of, rid, of, rid of Willie. I'm just saying at some point he's going to get too big for us and he's yeah. going to leave. Yeah. And I want to be ready with the replacement. Okay, well, we're, we're, I think we're it's ready. It's like baseball. You got it's like baseball. You have a bullpen. You don't want your starting pitcher to not be able to perform. But if he doesn't, you got a bullpen. I'm just building a bullpen. No, I appreciate that. You're you're thinking you're being proactive and and cutting off problems before they happen. Yes, I like Willie. I except, want Willie to stay. He except they haven't. They already happened, and it's like how many days can you come home? To an empty house before you realize your wife has left you. Right. 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 Or a dirty house. Because <laughs> right. yeah. some people don't even notice it when the house is empty. They notice it when the fridge is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. My my wife likes every once in a while, and it's not like a long while. She likes to change the house around completely. <laughs> I just get used to the kitchen being, you know, the refrigerator's here, the oven's here, whatever. And then the next day, it's in a different place. It, uh, and same with the living room. Everyone, she likes to change everything around. Well, as long as it's not you that has to move the furniture. No, that's get- true. That uh, that would make things worse. But I grew up in a house where. Everything was in the same place my entire childhood. Nothing ever moved. <laughs> now, is that because your house was only so big and there was only one way the furniture would fit? Well, it wasn't. It, my house was bigger than this house. Oh, okay. This is a very small house. I try to. I live in a very humble abode. Uh, I like even saying that humble abode, but it really is. A, it's a tiny little house, and got to say goodbye to Govs. Look, I'm right on time with saying goodbye to Govs. What's wrong with me? Um, I just checked. Uh-oh. Hell is hell is not frozen over, so maybe it's the solstice. You know what? We weren't on govs. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, I, that sucks. Uh, that we was were all on, the buttons you pushed. I did you pushed the, yeah, I pushed the wrong button. We were on Picardo today, which is one of the worst networks that we. I don't even. I got to remove that. Like we have like no viewers on Picardo. They what is Picardo anyway? Uh, well, let's say goodbye to Picardo. Bye, goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> Picardo, we don't know who's at your comedy club this weekend, but I'm sure they suck. Anyway. You know uh, something? We This would not have happened if Willie was here. You would not have forgotten to fire up. Uh, um, this was in the scheduling. This happened on Sunday morning when I'm pushing all the buttons to set, which comes back to the discussion we were having. If you're If you've already set up a event and a stream for your YouTube channel on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I can't run it for you. I, if, I, if I'm not, if it's not accessing uh, StreamYard, if it's not set up in here, I can't run it for you. And I don't, I don't have the back end to your YouTube channel and all that stuff. So it would need to be set up here. Okay. Cause the only thing I, cause I was just, you know, you know cause if YouTube, not YouTube, Facebook says events, and yeah. I was just trying to. Oh, so you just made an event on Facebook? You didn't set it up to your YouTube channel because it looks like it's got a YouTube link in it to to your YouTube channel. If it does, I don't. I, that may be an accident. I uh, unless I. Uh, all right. Well, we'll get it figured out off air. Good morning, Willie. You don't let me be rid of me. I mean, no, 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 no. Willie's back. Willie's back. Willie. Willie. 
Jeez. I was thinking I, I wanted to do a parody song RFK Jr. An RFK Jr. parody vaccine song or something. I don't I, I took the HPV vaccine. See, I, I don't think Willie was going to show up today. I think he was afraid of being replaced. He says, damn it, I better show up. I don't care what kind of reception I have. I'm going to show up. I don't want these bastards trying to replace me. That low winter sun. I don't think he's going to have an audio, right? He's going to be like this forever. <laughs> but, um. Can you hear me now? No, it's not going to be okay. You, it's not gonna be you know what you have to do? You have to go back. Here's how you make your audio fine. You unplug, you get all, you, you pull out completely, get offline. You take a hammer and bash the shit out of your phone and then come back and try again. I, you know, you know what, Mike, yeah, Willie. I noticed, I noticed, Willie. I noticed right above you. There's some wires. There's like five wires right above you. Plug directly into one of them, yeah. or or just lick them. <laughs> yeah, plug directly into one of them. Maybe that'll help your reception. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, it's yeah. never going to help. It's, you have to do what you, whatever you do where you take yourself out. You kind of take, I don't know, audio off your phone, reboot the phone, uh, shit on it, wipe your ass with it, whatever you a, do. Just a tint on your glasses, whatever you yeah. do. Yeah, try talking. Yeah. No, you're Robert F.K. Willie. Robert F.K. Conway. Robert uh, R.F. Conway. R R the... RF is radio frequency, right? WT Conway. Um, Junior. Yeah. So anyway, um, I will be sending you guys both. No, of course not. You have to do what I told you. You get the hammer and beat the shit out of your phone or whatever you do. Okay, all right, I'll do it. Yeah. I mean, and do and it. what's that red thing sticking in your ear? There you go. He's gone. Um, but if he's still listening, and he might be still listening, or might not, he's probably taking a, a hammer to his phone right now. Kelly got excited there for a minute. Um, she stopped flicking her bean just for long enough to see that. Flick, oh, Willie, oh, Willie. flick. Um, I will be sending you both the guy, the guy, the contact that I have to, to do a website now, but um. You know, I don't want to. I don't just don't want to send it every every comedian there. But I do think he can definitely help people get better, more respectful work. I respectful work, better paying work, better, uh, you know, better work working conditions. Uh, so if that can help at all, we'll we'll do it. Let's see if Willie's back, really, or if not, we got we got Black Willie. Black Willie, spin it, Willie. Talk. Okay. Is that yeah. better? Yeah. This is much better. Fabuloso. Can you fix your face? That looks terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, where are you? So, yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah. I, uh, I am uh, I'm outside. I'm on the streets. I'm on the streets. Looks like he's at the, uh, the Wailing I'm, Wall of Arby's. I'm on my way to meet my kid. I got it. I'm, I'm, oh. yeah, there's a, yeah, the meat is behind me. Yeah. So you're, you're playing out a scene from the movie Road Dog. Is that with Patrick Swayze? No, it's with Doug That's Stanhope. Doug Stanhope, where he, he's an aging comedian and he's, he's meeting his son for the first time. Is that really? Is that really yeah. a Doug Stanhope movie? Yes, it, it came out probably about six months ago. 
Yeah, um, no, yeah, uh, that's definitely what's happening this morning. Right. It's, now, I he... don't know. I don't know if you know this, but from from all reports, he's like he's basically he looks just like me. I guess his mom said I'll be looking into a mirror. Oh, I see him now. <laughs> he's wearing an old shit hat. <laughs> That'd be funny as fuck. Oh, by the way, I am gonna have some oh shit hats made. Um, uh, I'm gonna get like a hundred oh shit hats made and my shut the fuck up uh hoodies um wow. i i talked to a girl uh we're gonna have those made they'll, they'll be available when i do that january 13th show that comic of the year show wow that's a quick that's a pretty quick turnaround i gotta yeah tell you. now i have a question yeah, because she's you're got, wearing she's an ocean time hat. Off. she's got what you're wearing an ocean hat so somebody's making an ocean hat how is your ocean hat different from the other ocean hats well, I mean, to be honest, I'll probably switch the one that I've regularly been wearing out for one of the one of the ones so that I have the same one that everyone else will buy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it makes makes more sense to me. Yeah. Um, then, I don't think, I don't think you can copyright send, the I'll probably send the original oh shit hat to the fan club. All right. Um, so now, yeah, you did a show two nights ago, Mr. Lucky, right? Say, yeah, I did a show uh, at Windy City Bites, and by the way, that was a uh, that was like you could bring food, you could bring can, like uh, for comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and Dylan Times is here in Sioux Falls. He's he's probably the comedian that would be the best one to set up with Ace to you know do that kind of thing. But I mean, yeah, I think more comedy. Uh, I think there should be more comedy events. That do that sort of thing, it'd be great. I well, actually uh, would like to do one at the mission, but I'm I'm so close to living there that you know it just seems weird to do a show. <laughs> yeah, well, I really, you know, I would love to see you get a uh, home base, wherever that home base is, someplace right. where you know you have a uh, a place to work out of, and 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 uh, a little bit of uh, stability to build your career yeah. upon. Uh, well, uh, we're talking to uh, Danica's aunt and uncle. Uh, I think we are going to hold up there uh, for the next couple months once Danica gets here. But Danica wants me to come to New Mexico to help her finish packing shit so we can move out of there. So work. See, CGD, this is what I'm talking about. When you, when your wife does leave her job, when she retires, she's going to find stuff for you to do. Obviously, Danica. <laughs> I already have that. It's called a honeydew list. Yeah, but you, when you're wanting to do a comedy show, she's going to say, "No, you got to come home and help me pack." Now, there's no. Yeah. I, well, I, to be I fair, don't I don't have any show. I don't have any shows until the 27th. So I thought you had one this weekend. Uh, maybe I'm wrong about that. I, I thought you had one. Oh uh, well, 27th is pretty close. That's like seven days from now. Well, we lost. Well, oh no, we didn't lose him. He's there. Anyway, see, we'll find that stuff for you to do is my point. When you want to do something else, when you want to do your music, when you want to do comedy, she'll find something for you to do. Are you busy right now? No. Can you can oh. you help with? Well, can you... first of all, my, my, my wife has like her own, like her own mindset and her own life. So if she retired tomorrow, if my yeah. wife retired tomorrow, she's not going to want to spend 24 hours a day with me. She's going to want to. Can you help have, me count the sheets of toilet paper? You know, she has friends that she's going to want to go visit. She has, you know, places that we that she's going to want to do. My wife loves to travel, 
Um, and are right you busy? Now, are you busy right now? Can you help me count the grains of coffee in the in the coffee can? I say we find out. Um, people out there, let us find out who's right, myself or Matt. So please help my comedy career take off to the point that I can just my, have my wife retire at by the end of the year. Um, okay. Yeah. So and, and I think I only need. My new impression, I'm just bringing out a new impression. This is, it sounds a little like Jordan Peterson, but it's a little higher. But this is my impression of uh, GD's wife. Uh, Carol? This is your impersonation of Carol. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. It's the best I could do on short notice. Okay. Uh, Willie's, Willie's spinning there. We got we to gotta say goodbye soon anyway. So he's spinning. Uh, I will send you guys. Uh, and Carol. I will send everybody. Okay. No, I'm not sending everybody anything. But um, uh, no, I am. Uh, uh, let's just for the record. Okay. I'm always right. All right. Uh, I, I don't have a problem with you always being right. I'm just saying that there's, yeah. as long as I can benefit with money, you can be as right as you. You can be as right, right. as rain. You, I don't care. Right, right, right. you yeah. be right. I don't uh, care. I got to go meet my kid. Good, good uh, luck with that. And you know what? I w- should have done that live on the show. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. apparently Willie knows nothing, nothing at about ratings. This Everybody say hello to Sarah for Phil. Say hello to Sarah for Phil. Hello, Phil. I don't and know what you do because he's the guy who said, uh, "Who was that roster guy you have on the show?" Oh, I didn't see that comment. I, I well, he didn't say that there. He just said uh, with a smiley face. He's just oh. saying good morning. That's Sarah for Phil. Oh, hello, Phil. He, he's my gay boyfriend. Oh, uh, okay. no, he's not. He's not gay. He's uh. He's not gay. I should, gay I just, adjacent? No, uh, he, he, he's not gay at all. He's not gay in the slightest. Uh, okay. Anyway, we have, oh, we've got, we got three minutes. I'm jumping the gun because the whole governor's thing has got me a really, I'm sorry, Gubs, we didn't have a show. You <laughs> went to my channel. Sorry. Uh, but that probably cut us out of at least three listeners. So was it? So was governor? If you set this up on Sunday, does that mean there was no governors yesterday? No, gov- every show gets uh, gets all the buttons. I just pushed the wrong one on and sent this one. Oh, so, okay. No, we were on Gov yesterday, and we'll be on Gov tomorrow. And I'm, I won't be on Gov tonight. Tonight I have Donald Dunn on, uh, who is a musician, uh, a vet who has set up a. I want to call it VMTV, Vets MTV. I think I talked to you about this earlier in the week. Right. Uh, thing for guys who are dealing with PTSD uh, to use their creativity to deal with it. So it's a good thing. And they, I think he has over over 200 uh, vets who are uh, have music on the link. Where I'd be Vets MTV. Everybody's got an MTV now. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I have I know of I have a, a number of friends who are vets who do comedy um, that do actually shows for vets doing comedy shows for vets with vets you no know, so the comedians are vets it's you no know, that I, it's, I guess it's good for them to give back good yeah. outlet good yeah. outlet. I think the Rev ought to add these kind of credentials to the end of his uh, MCLSI, whatever the hell it is, PBMTV, VMTV, PTSD, uh, FBI, CIA, LSD, all of that. FDIC. Yeah, FDIC. Uh, All of that is is credential stuff. Now, 
it's time to say goodbye to PBM TV. Now it's time to say goodbye to PBM TV. PBM TV T E V E. Why? Because we don't know how to spell anything else. <laughs> That's why. Anyway, uh, PBM TV. Listen, if there's anybody really watching on PBM TV and those numbers aren't fake, let us know. Come over and join in the chat room here because I'm starting to think. Now, I I know you could set a minimum on that counter, but I'm starting to think that all of it's fake until we hear from somebody over there who says, yeah, I saw you there and I saw that you, you're having people on and uh, I'd love to, you know, highlight my music on your dumb show. Uh I'll I tell you what we'll do. We can find out. Uh, I will talk to the Reverend, see if he can take up a collection and offer $1 million to listeners on PBM million. TV. Or even a shirt that they can get wherever the shirt is available. Whichever whichever is worth more. The million dollars of the shirt, whichever is more. All uh, right. Yeah. Buy PBM TV. We'll see about that. Yeah. I'm 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 starting to question whether any of those people are real because you see those numbers there and nobody responds. No, they're they're going there to put the music up there. Why not come here and do an interview and and have some fun in the morning and all that? That's kind of true. Stuff. That's true. And right. and the thing is, like I've reached out to some of the people that I know to, to get them on the show Wait, you and know give people. them information, and apparently none of them have reached out. And I don't know if they don't know how to work email. Or if they don't know how to work the oh, booking site. The owner of Podmatch saw some of my tweets and he said, I got to do a better a job at uh, educating people on how to get booked on these shows. I said, no, it, it's not that you don't, it's not that the site does a poor job. Nobody, it's these people don't fucking read the instructions. There are big, bold, red instructions on the booking page that make it, if you just read it, it's pretty simple. Yeah, uh, but whatever. It's, and by the way, if you want to check that out, it's mindogtv.com slash booking, and you can see uh, how the – and you let me know if those instructions are too confusing to people. On that well, note – That's how I got on the show the first time. If I could follow the instructions and get on really, the show – Really, if an idiot like this can do it. Right. <laughs> if I could figure it out, then I think almost anybody So can. simple a fake roster could do it. That's like <laughs> – it's like Geico. That's except, the new slogan. The yeah, new slogan. Yeah. So simple, a fake roster can do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, the guy yesterday, I haven't gotten back to him, the Jack Decker guy. I haven't got back to him, whether it's worth having him on the show. I'm on, I'm leaning towards really not. Uh, yeah, yeah, because yeah, I already threw away my notes on him. Right. I don't, and I don't feel like redoing it. I, don't feel like I, I am it. a shock jock of sorts, I guess. Um, and listen, I'm a tr- I would... I would let him state his thing, but at the end of the day, I'm really negative on the idea. Anyway, now this Colorado decision—that's a states' rights decision. I—I uh, I like the decision, but I—if it goes along with that whole states' rights thing, I really truly am against the ability of states to decide who can run for president and who can't run for. President. But technically, they're not. What it is is they have their rules. Um, and it's not the state decided. Like, did you did you hear the interview with the uh, their was it their state's attorney? Their state? no, no, I didn't. Okay, she was saying that basically their qualifications on uh, you know, and everybody has to meet them. Like you can't be thirty four; you have to be right. thirty five. 
Right. Um, you can't. You have to be a natural born citizen. Natural born citizen. Right. Not not naturalized. Right. You have to be like born here or. Right. Yeah. So that that's not that's not negotiable. Right. One of the things on there says you cannot participate in a insurrection. Or, right. You know. So yeah, he did that. Jonathan Kelly is, saying that he thinks it's wrong to characterize that as an insurrection, and that's a stri- slippery slope. I mean, come on. You're just clutching at straws. It was yeah. an attempt to stop uh, the certification of an election using violence and inciting violence. You can't fucking stop playing this fucking bullshit game night, day, and bullshit. Right, yeah. That, that's the other thing that people are trying to say, trying to call it something that it wasn't. Right. When it was clearly everybody saw right. on television live what it was. It was a peaceful protest, uh, but we were so scared. We were hiding in one room. We locked ourselves and hid under our desks, but it was just a peaceful protest. Yeah, Again, peaceful yeah. protest where one person was actually shot on site mm-hmm. and others died, you know. Tased and stabbed with... Uh, flagpoles and all that kind yeah. of stuff, heart yeah. attacks, all that kind of yeah. The kind of stuff that usually only happens at family reunions. And uh, even the uh, people were calling Trump and begging him to stop this. That kind of people who, who are in the MAGA world were calling Trump and asking him to please put a stop to it. That kind of yeah. uh, indicates they, they knew it was not Antifa, it was not feds, it wasn't a peaceful protest. It was Trump's cult. His, his, friends, his friends from Fox News were sending him text messages saying, you, know, you got to stop this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we can't put this on our network. Stop it. <laughs> so, yeah, Jonathan Terley, somebody just shit on him. I mean, literally... Take a shit on his face. I used to like Jonathan Turley back in the day, old days. Right. Something happened to him. Yeah. I, like somebody stole his candy or a girlfriend left him or something. Maybe he had a girlfriend who left him for like an ultra liberal, somebody who was ultra left something, something like that. You're definitely in the right. I think that that was, last one was probably the closest to it. Like some liberal uh, or stole his woman or stole his fucking underwear or whatever. Yeah, because he wasn't because he wasn't a leftist. He was like a cent. He was like just he was a centrist. Yeah, he was a centrist. He was just he was just rational. He used to be very, very rational. I used to like him. At, at one point, I actually thought that he could have been a really good Supreme Court justice. Yeah. I thought he was that rational. Trump broke a lot of fucking people's minds, man. And there's no two ways about it. He he definitely broke a lot. And of I don't people. understand, you know, the only because the only thing he offers is either lies or hatred. Right. I don't think he does anything to actually help people feel better about themselves that doesn't involve oppressing someone else. Right. So if you're just tuning in, you're tuning into the Donald Trump sucks uh, with the dog uh, program. Uh, which, which is at 1105 every weekday. No. no. Yeah, really, <laughs> really. Basically, that's what happened. Listen, everybody knows how I feel about Trump. But uh, I. bottom line is, I appreciate that Colorado is not letting him on the ballot, but and I, even though that goes against my whole states' rights, federal rights, I think the feds need to say the federal government and listen, the federal government needs to get him off the ballot for yes. those exact reasons because of, of what the Constitution says, the Fourteenth Amendment, uh, trying to keep these people who 
became Robert E. Lee's and the Jefferson Davis's from from doing that again. Um, but Merrick Garland, he was a sentimental choice, but just like Hillary, when when Barack Obama won the primary in two thousand eight. Uh, Hill, they had already decided that Hillary was going to uh, be their nominee. The when, next time, yeah, yeah. When as soon as Barack's terms were up, that she right. was going to be their nominee. They had already decided that without giving it a second thought, and then they were all in on that. And I was like, yes. "That's a bad idea." And I think it's the minute that uh, Mitch McConnell blocked Merrick Garland uh, in that in Barack Obama's uh, last months there. He became the next attorney general as soon as they got a Democratic president without any thought. And it was the worst fucking sentimental choice. I think he's the reason this shit is all coming down to now. It should have been handled January 7th of yes, 2021. Yes, yes, yeah. 2021, I'm sorry. Yeah, but yeah, it should, it should have been as soon, as soon as, like, yeah, January 21st, January 22nd, it should have been, like, there. Right, yeah. And then this would be all over with. And then, you know what? The Republicans might be starting to rebuild a much more real world uh, back to old school Republican Party. And we might be on like a normal path, but no. And uh, so I blame Merrick Garland as much as anybody for all this. Yeah. And I think Pelosi and them, when they had their, when they had control of the House, should have started to Trump proof, you know. They start, well, actually, I don't know that they didn't write bills that didn't get looked at. I don't know right. that because there's so many bills that they put out there. That I know I was doing some research for a different project, and it was like this is when McConnell had the was in control of the Senate, and and Pelosi was in charge of the House, and right. they had like they had sent like almost 300 bills over to McConnell, and he was just like wiping his ass with them. He wasn't even looking at them. It's like no, no, no. And people were saying things like, well, how come the House hasn't done anything? And I'm like looking at bills that the House had sent over to the Senate. And McConnell's like going, helping the poor people? Nope. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. What's this? Better border security? Nope. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fix yeah. immigration? Yeah. Wipe my ass with? No. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, basically, there's a lot of blame to go around. You can build uh, Burr. Uh, Bill Barr, Bill Burr, not Bill Barr. I'm sorry, <laughs> Bill Barr. William Barr, uh, Bill Barr, yeah, Bill Barr. Yeah, that, he could he could have put Barr. a fucking end to it with this whole fucking Mueller stuff. We can go back to that because Mueller did leave it up to uh, Congress to indict uh, on right. ten, uh, ten counts of obstruction of justice, possibly eleven. Uh, but uh, Barr decided, I'm I'm just going to say it doesn't say that, right. <laughs> and, and and this thing that they said it's a rule, it's a policy that the District Department of Justice will not indict a sitting president. It's like that's not a law. That's right. like a you know, a pol- you know like a, a policy. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure like my policy is to not to cut my grass after December first. But if but if on December seventeenth my grass needs to be cut, I know what my policy is, but I got to cut the grass. Right. Now, last thing before we say goodbye for today, we didn't touch on this at all. Uh, Epstein's uh, flight logs and and reservation logs and all that are going to be released, I believe, on January 2nd. Uh, And basically 177 names on this list. 
Damn. And people are speculating about this list. Now, if you're on, you know you're on that list and you've been keeping it secret for the last couple of years, you got two weeks to kind of prepare. Yeah, you get ahead of it. Get ahead of it. Yeah. You get, yeah, to prepare your PR on this kind of stuff. I'm just curious. Like, I, I'm pretty sure Trump and Clinton are both going to be on that list. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, I think we, that's like one of those things that we all know. We're just waiting for confirmation. Yeah. But how many movie stars or people of uh, notoriety and all that stuff, some of them uh, have reputations that are not necessarily dirty at this point. And they're going to have to, for the first time in their life, try to, what can you say? Well, I was on the island, but I didn't see any uh, underage girls at all. That's a kind of a far-fetched thing to try to sell. How do you, if you know you're on that list, and you know it's coming out January 2nd. How do you get ahead of it? How do you kind of plan? What am I going to say? How am I going to lie my way out of this? Because, Well, you don't want to lie your way out unless, um, let's put it this way. First of all, thank God I'm not on that list. <laughs> I think you are. I think, you're, I think you're, it's Trump, Clinton, Fenderson. I don't know. No, <laughs> no see, and, and thank God. Now, that was my, my brother, Bryant. Who, oh. who was on that list and right. and since he's dead now i can out him and i will All throw right. him under every bus matter of fact if no but seriously if you're if let's i'm gonna pull a name and and i'm not suggesting this person is really on the list but these are rumors P tom hanks now tom hanks has kind of a good guy reputation and all yes. that stuff. but there are people you know people who hate tom hanks i guess are putting this out there in in, in rumor if he, you're a guy like that. How do you plan on getting ahead of something like this? First of all, you'd come out to the microphone dressed as far as gump, and you'd say something like a lie. Mama said you could say, uh, say something like uh, Jeffrey Epstein's Jeffrey Epstein's blacklist is like a box of chocolates. Right. <laughs> you don't know what you're. You never it. know what young girl you're gonna get. <laughs> You never know what teenage girl you're gonna get. That's right. The, the flat list is like a box of chocolates. <laughs> See, this is where I'm. I, I don't I'm, know what a flat. I don't know what a flat list is, but I'm sure I don't like it. I would not be shocked to see some uh, suicides between now and, and January second. Uh, or you know, because this list is coming out. And there's yeah. no way, because if somebody told me I was on the island but didn't see any teenage girls, I said, "Yeah, for shit." We know that nobody puts the teenage girls away. We've been raping girls, teenage girls, every day and night for. But we have a guest coming. Let's let's. Hide now, it. is this flightless specifically to his like islands Island. or yeah, just, yeah, Lots like just of... people who've flown on his plane willy nilly all over the place? Uh, I, I, it's logs of people who went to the who spent time on the island. I think it probably so, like RFQ who admits that he was on the flight. Now, now that's a way to get it. That was one way to get ahead of it. Yeah, my my, my wife, we took our flights on Palm Beach, but I would never went to the island. Now, yeah, and he, and, he, and make sure he make sure people know his wife was on the flight also, which 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 imply that either one, I would never do anything that bad in front of my wife or. Right. My, My wife, wife was into it. <laughs> well, with all, with all these Nexium people, like the Hollywood. Yes, yeah. Uh, just having your wife there does not prove to me that you would not do kinky stuff with your wife there. And that's one of the side effects <laughs> of the drug Nexium that people don't tell you about. Right. Rex Ewerman was uh, doing sex parties with his uh, 
his wife there and he was a serial murderer and all that stuff. So, you know, women, women participate. That's all I'm saying. Wouldn't it be great if Alpaca and 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 Rudy Giuliani were on the list? No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt that Rudy is on the list. And maybe Al too. I, you know, when you have that much power, to, to suggest that the Catholic Church doesn't have the kind of power to be on the same level with Jeffrey Epstein is pretty uh, pretty naive. Because anybody who's running such a powerful diocese for for the Vatican uh, definitely has some major juice, major juice. Like someone has to bless body. those flights. Someone has to bless those flights. Like, no. Yeah, somebody All right, we're going to say goodbye, but I want to say this. Uh, have you seen uh, the Gotti, uh, Get Gotti on Netflix? Mm-mm. Watch it, because I think it's a precursor to what we're going to see with Trump. If Because they tried, Gotti was a Teflon Don. They tried him so many times, he kept getting off. But then when they finally got him, there were riots in the streets, and there were all the. It's so fucking parallel to Donald Trump. It's 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 unbelievable how you know he, they they had him on everything for the, all the evidence, and the jury just kept rejecting it. Turns out his lawyer was buying jurors and paying for you know all that kind of stuff, and people his closest people were caught on tape ratting him out and all this stuff. Uh, it, it wasn't until Sammy the Bull heard that Gotti was going to have him whacked that. Sammy the Bull flipped on Gotti, and that was the kind of thing that actually ended up putting him away. But the, the reactions and the cult-like, you know, adoration of this guy. In New York, John Gotti was seen as like, oh, it's just, it's, yeah, he has people killed, but he does so much good for the neighborhood. He does, <laughs> he, he does you know, he helps people out. He get, he has he runs a homeless shelter. He doesn't run a homeless shelter. But soup kitchens and stuff like that. He didn't really do any of that stuff. But they just built up all these lies about him, about uh, what a good guy he was. He's a fucking cold-blooded murderer. Like, was it like Bumpy? Was his name Bumpy Johnson? The, yeah. Yeah. Kind of like, yeah. yeah. But he helps the neighborhood. He gives out free turkeys. Yeah, yeah. Like He yeah. stole them. You know. <laughs> and, and he killed somebody to get them. But uh, so yeah. what? The murders are... Listen, we all know Trump is a raper and would rape his own daughter and all, and all this kind of stuff. But right, he's, he loves America. He loves the flag. Yeah, because we saw him humping it. We saw him humping the flag. So the parallels between the Gotti thing, if you, it, it's a four-part series. It's not like a documentary. I think because I, I fell asleep uh, watching it a couple of times. But the, the takeaways of the parallels of the reaction and the cult that adores him it's a case study of what we're going through now with donald trump so, and they come from the same place you know uh, Gotti and trump were born uh, born like two blocks apart <laughs> they're literally like almost brothers in, in a lot of ways <laughs> so that's the show for today anyway i'm kicking you out and then right. i'm kicking me out uh all right all right, I have a show tonight. We didn't Donald. talk about the theme song, but you can talk about because I wanted to know about the lyrics and stuff. But we'll talk about that uh, next time. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. we got yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna uh, create uh, the event for church in this bucket here. And okay. Pass that over. All right, get out, get out of my room. Ah, I kicked him out.
He kicked him out. You see how I did that? And now I'm going to kick me out by telling you, thanks for coming. Have a great day. Uh, sorry, Govs. I, I don't even want to say I'm sorry, Govs. They can't hear me. I'll write them a nice long letter. Dear Govs, I am so sorry for what went wrong today. It will never happen again. In the meantime, don't forget to turn on your radio. Bye for now.
to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now.